You're listening to Video Monsters, a weekly podcast. Uh, well, uh, mostly weekly. Sometimes more, sometimes less. <sighs> All right, fine. A mostly weekly podcast of Creatures Talking Features with your hosts, Nathan Simmons and Eric Harris. Video Monsters is brought to you by the Chattanooga Film Festival and Central Cinema in Knoxville, Tennessee. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or online at chatfilmfest.org and centralcinema865.com. And links for each of these can also be found on our pages, so be sure to follow us at Video Monster Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. And welcome to another episode of Video Monsters, where we take movies seriously, but so very obviously not ourselves. Uh, <laughs> I'm Nathan. And I'm Eric. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even, I totally forgot that you did that last time, and I just, it just still took me by surprise. How, how on earth could you be surprised by my uh, nondescript monster? Rawr! Oh man, it's pretty good. It's uh, it's nowhere near as. I mean, I don't think anything will ever be as good as the uh, the roar from the Showa Godzilla. It is just the greatest sound effect in all of cinema. Like every single time Godzilla pops up on screen and roars, it just my heart soars. I mean, it is <laughs> it is the greatest thing of all time. There there are some very diverse Godzilla roars, and at some point. Uh, I'm, I'm going to come up with like eight different series that we're going to eventually be doing. But eventually, we're going to do a series ranking the Godzillas based purely <laughs> off of their roar. No, I honestly, like when I was going through and lo- and watching these movies, I was like taking points off when they used a roar, when they did not use the show a roar. Like you can tell with <laughs> a lot of these that they at least kind of repurposed it and tweaked it a little bit. Uh, but there were definitely a few of these where it's like, nope, not the show a roar. Sucks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, there's there are a lot of Godzilla movies. Um, it's uh, it, it'll take a while to get through all of them, um, which you know I I haven't. I, I still haven't gotten through all the Godzilla movies. Uh, all right. If you're listening to us, then hopefully you caught our last episode where we started our King of the Marchers series, where we are narrowing down the top Kong and the top Godzilla to go face to face in a kaiju mega battle to see who would actually win based off of our criteria, which, you know, sometimes it's just whatever. So we are not looking at the qualities of the movies. We are not necessarily just looking at the uh, Godzilla and Kong leading up to the Godzilla and uh, Kong movie coming out soon. When's the actual release date on that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. March March 31st. March 31st. It does matter, Nathan. This is like the biggest <laughs> this is like the biggest event in cinematic history. At well, yeah, because it know, has it two giant way. monsters. Right. Well, it's literally it is, the biggest. It is it literally feels, the biggest. It feels even bigger considering that we've had just almost no movies for so long. Like, I mean, 2020, it was like most everything went straight to streaming and it's like now theaters are maybe coming back in the next few months now that we're sort of hopefully kind of rebounding from this awful pandemic yeah uh, i'd know. have more hope if we lived in a place where um there weren't a number of people local people in my facebook feed saying things about how like vaccines are tyranny and yeah that's true so I, it's Why going to be a while shit down nathan you gotta bring it down every time well you Let know me that's, have my that's what i'm here for 
is to bring uh. some realism into our discussions about King Kong and Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, we are ca- uh, continuing on with our King of the March Church series. And this episode, we are narrowing down the top Godzilla. This is a much, much more difficult process than the King, on- King Kong episode. Because the King Kong episode, we had six Kong movies because there's only what, like eight Kong movies total, and two of those are sequels? Yeah, we so, basically just didn't include the sequels, and that that made it pretty easy to get through them. Yeah, uh, and and the Kongs, they're all relatively... They're, they're great movies. I love the movies. Nothing against the movies, and I do love King Kong, but they're all just kind of like, yeah, he's a giant ape. He's, eh, it's fine. It's, mm. He's not going to win against Godzilla. It's fine. He never really like upgrades in any of the movies. Like they're uh, all until very the MonsterVerse s- one. Well, that's very true. But like he's, he's very similar in, in almost all of these movies. But like when you go through and compare the different eras of Godzilla, like there are some very yeah. distinct differences between these these Godzillas. Yep, and we we're gonna get into some of that. Um, but because there are so many different Godzillas and so many different versions of Godzilla and so many different movies, and we're already behind on this episode, so obviously it was gonna be impossible for us to do a thirty movie bracket to truly narrow down the top Godzilla. We're breaking it down into uh, into the six different eras of Godzilla. So we're gonna start out um, with. Godzilla versus Destroya versus Shin Godzilla. And the winner yes. of that match is going to go up against Godzilla from Destroy All Monsters. The, yes. um, uh, that's the Showa era. Yes. Go- yeah. And then Godzilla versus Destroya <laughs> represents the Heisei era, um, which is like the 80s and up to mid 90s Godzilla, Japanese Godzilla films. The Showa yes. era is like the earlier. Uh, what is that like 1954 through 1975 that's destroy all monsters and then Shin Godzilla is kind of its own thing it's technically I think the Reiwa era but it's the only live action Godzilla film that's been made in Japan from 2016 so that was a pretty easy pick yep Uh, and then we have Godzilla Final Wars going up against Roland Emmerich's Godzilla from 1998 Mm -hmm. the winner of that matchup <clears throat> is going to go up against the MonsterVerse Godzilla. Um, and then, obviously, the winner from um, Godzilla Destroy Monsters and whoever moves forward is going to move forward to fight whoever wins the Godzilla MonsterVerse. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it, and which one is going to advance there? And I have a very, very clear idea of who's going to move forward. Yes, that all that all makes sense to me because I am looking at the bracket. But if yes. anybody is listening to this and like is a little confused on how exactly that bracket works, um, we have those posted on our social media accounts. On you can go to uh, follow Video Monster Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And then um, I believe we're putting links to that in the like liner notes of the episode too, so you can just click on the link in uh in you know whatever you podcatcher you use spotify apple Podcasts, all that good stuff yes so you can take a look at the bracket that i slaved over for a very long time (laughs) despite how simple it looks (laughs) hey you know what sometimes basic things take a lot of work um 
just ask a pumpkin spice latte. So I, uh, I, I need to update <laughs> the bracket because the last one that I posted was still just the uh, original bracket. I need to update it to include the winners of the King Kong episodes. Uh, yeah, and, I wanted and then to. Post this one. I wanted to wait on that just because, like, I you know, in case somebody hasn't listened to the King Kong episode, I don't want to spoil that too much. Um, but at some point, I will update the bracket, like the final bracket, and we can maybe post that with our uh, final. I mean, actual Godzilla vs Kong. If you look at the King Kong bracket, there's only <laughs> one that's a question, and that was the one that we spent the most time on of King Kong versus Godzilla versus King Kong escapes. That's the only one where there's really a question of who moves forward. Sure, yeah. So, like, I don't really feel like it's going to give too much away. <laughs> also, uh, in this episode, especially once we start narrowing things down a little bit, a lot of our discussion is going to be which of these Godzillas is going to be the best matchup for the King Kong that won. So, yeah. spoilers, if you haven't listened to our King Kong episode... King Kong from Skull Island is the very clear winner. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, he is yeah, literally absolutely. fireproof in that movie. So, uh, yeah, King the rest Kong of them get brought from, down by uh, gravity. King Kong from the film Kong Skull Island, because technically I think all of the other King Kongs are are actually Incorrect. from Skull Island. They are not all from Skull Island. <laughs> no, actually, no, you're right. I think in uh, one of them they do change the name of the island. I can't remember which one it is. Maybe King Kong versus Godzilla. I, I think the 70s one. They also changed the name, don't they? I, I don't can't remember for sure. It, they all kind of blur together matter. at a certain point. <laughs> but yes, the the monster vs. King Kong from the movie Kong Skull Island was the very clear winner of Kong. So yes. with some of these matchups, there there's going to be a question. Because uh, one of the matchups in particular, I think that one of the Godzillas is more versatile and would probably win, but also... Uh, I think that King Kong would have an easier time defeating it. So, yeah, yeah there's going to be some very interesting yeah. points of order. I, I do want to very briefly make a disclaimer. And in, in all of the research that I've been doing for this, I have noticed that there are some people out there that really, really love Godzilla. Yes. And they have, done, like, I've seen, like, online forums and stuff where people have gone in and they've been ranking, like, Godzilla's in terms of strength. Because, I, I you know, I kind of did some research to figure out, like, what do other people think? Um, and, you know, they're looking at, like, every iteration of Godzilla from all of the different eras. You know, they're pointing out very specific things. There's, like, some kind of ranking where they talk about him in terms of, like, being an Earth destroyer or a planet destroyer or something I'm probably butchering those, but like they're like literal power levels that people are talking about. I just, of course, there so are. I wanna, so I want to make a disclaimer and say that this is not that at all. This is not nope. a comprehensive, very detailed, very analytical view of this. This is very much just uh, two people who really like these Godzilla movies um, trying to <laughs> trying to narrow down as best as we could based on the movies that we've seen, which is not comprehensive whatsoever. So uh, I, I don't. I hope that we don't get too much flack from anybody who might stumble upon this episode and think that our assessments are absolutely out of whack because we, we fully recognize that they probably don't make a whole lot of sense whenever you compare them to like some of these people who've spent a whole lot of time really digging into this and assigning stats, like stat points and all that kind of stuff. This is not that at all. This is just a fun conversation where we're maybe going to get into some interesting arguments. Oh, we are uh, totally going to get yeah. into arguments. Yeah, this, 
this entire series is, you know, a part of what I really want the podcast to be, where this is the kind of conversation that if if we owned a physical video store, this is the conversation that you would probably walk into if you came in to rent a video, is just me and Eric bickering at each other about why Godzilla is vastly superior to King Kong. Like, that's what you're going to get. The, these are barroom conversations of like, no way, dude. Like, I mean, come on. Like, King Kong is fireproof. Yeah, but like this one's way bigger. Yeah, but this one's tiny. There's no way you could win. Yeah, but he's fast. It's that kind of conversation mm-hmm. that we're going to be having. So, yes, do not expect high cinema uh, conversation here. These these are, you know, barroom conversations like, over uh, who would win. It's like Dante and Randall and Clerks arguing over what's the best Star Wars movie. <laughs> It's obviously uh, the Last Jedi. So um, yeah, so that <laughs> that is very much <laughs> what this is. Um, all right. So uh, along with that, I love Godzilla. I love Godzilla movies. They are so much fun. As much as I love Godzilla, I still have not seen all of the Godzilla movies, and that's a shame. I hope to mostly have that remedied by the time we get to our final battle. Uh, It's not going to come up because in that one, we're going to be talking very specifically about the King Kongs and Godzillas that we have chosen. However, I mean, mean, come on, if we're doing our comprehensive, this Godzilla is going to defeat this King Kong. I feel like I should have a little bit more um, background in terms of having seen all of them. It's probably also not going to happen because, you know, wife, kids, work, all that stuff. Much oh, harder yeah. to find time to watch 30 movies uh, in a month. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to get through as many of them as I can. But for now, I have not seen all of the Godzillas. As much as I love them, I have not seen all of them, which is a shame. That being said, I am so much more of a Godzilla guy than a King Kong guy. So much in the same way that Eric was rooting for King Kong and when we hit an impasse, Eric's decision won with Godzilla. If we get to a point where uh, we're not able to convince the other why we are right, it's ultimately going to come down to my decision. Yes. That, that, I'm keeping an open mind. And mm. some of the ones were I'm like, I'm really no, glad this is your wrong. decision. Because there's some of these where I'm really, it's kind of a toss up for me. There's there's one that I think that we're going to have a, a hard time working through. And I hope that my reasoning makes sense on why the one that I think should advance advances. Okay. But if not, and if you can't convince me that I'm wrong, then it, it's going to come down to, well, too bad. That's my decision. Okay. That, that does not mean that I have everything predetermined. So there, <laughs> there is room for Eric to change my mind. Okay. <sighs> There's one that I kind of want to play that card just for the sake of, of playing it because, well, we'll I get think I know which one you're talking about. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> of course you do. We'll see. <laughs> but before oh, we get into that, we also recognize, man, we're giving a lot of disclaimers on this episode. We also recognize that with uh, King Kong versus Godzilla coming out or Godzilla versus Kong or whatever the name of the new one is, uh, with that new movie coming out, there's plenty of other podcasts that are also doing the same thing in terms of ranking movies or, you know, putting uh, hypothetical battles together or with um, uh, One Perfect Shot. They're doing One Perfect Monster where they're trying to, like, do a full bracket, not just of King Kong and Godzilla, but any monster bigger than a barn. Uh, so there's lots of other uh, outlets who are also doing very similar things. And this week, we wanted to give a shout out to one of our favorite podcasts that is also 
they did a, a one-off. They're not doing this all month long. But uh, we wanted to give a shout-out to Screen Drafts with their King Kong versus Godzilla draft. And I, yes. I, I love Screen Drafts. It's a great podcast. I've not had a chance to listen to this one yet. But, mm. Eric, you have, have. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is a great time. It is a wild list that uh, I've actually seen almost all of the movies on it. Uh, there's only, I think, one that I haven't seen. Uh, which was uh, surprising to me because I, you know, much like you, I've only seen like maybe, I think I've seen 10 of the Godzilla movies. So I'm like right there in that kind of 30% range of, I've seen about a third of them. Um, yeah. So, uh, and it's basically they're drafting the top seven movies within the King Kong series and Godzilla. So it's like they have over 40 movies eligible for this draft and it's in I don't envy the the uh it was Graham Skipper and Miguel Rodriguez uh who drafted this and uh man what a what a difficult series of decisions you have to make on that draft and it ended up being a very interesting list but um it's a really it's a really fun listen and Miguel Rodriguez especially he's the founder of the Horror Imagining Imag- Horror Imaginings Film Festival um he is extraordinarily knowledgeable about uh Godzilla in particular it's um it's not only a fun listen, but it's also very insightful. And I feel like I learned quite a bit about both of these uh, series. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. Yeah. So once you get done listening to this episode, uh, hop on over to Screen Drafts. Check out their Godzilla versus Kong uh, mega draft. Actually, technically, it's not a mega draft. Like, they, no, it's just they, a regular they very draft, specifically, seven films. <laughs> yeah, they very specifically like have mega drafts when they're doing like 30 films. This is not a mega draft. It is just a regular draft with mega monsters. Um, however, <clears throat> th- this isn't going to spoil things because it's the number seven pick. So anyone listening to the screen drafts episode, this will be the first one where you uh, hear the discussion. Eric, what was, and you don't even have to say whether or not this pick moved forward, but the person who had the number seven pick. Yes. Our, our dear friend, Graham Skipper, who I love mm. very dearly who <laughs> Graham, if you're listening to this, I love you. What, what was his pick for the number seven slot of the King Kong versus Godzilla? Well, he selected one of the uh, contenders on our, uh, our bracket today, which is uh, Godzilla final wars, which is competing in the millennium Godzilla <laughs> slot here. Um, I, why? I get, I get why he picked this, I but I also, don't. It's a movie that I totally understand why someone would love it. It's not really for me, but um, man, it on that it, I was really shocked when that one was picked. Also, not shocked at all though because it's Graham, so it makes perfect sense. <laughs> I know I love his wild card picks. So here's the thing: <clears throat> even though I've not seen all of the uh, Godzilla movies, of the ten or so that I've watched over the last few weeks, this is the only one on Letterboxd that I did not give a heart. And yeah. to clarify, uh, like I don't really use the ranking in in the uh, letterboxed because for me, as we do with this podcast, it's not just about the quality of a movie; it's also whether or not I like it. And so it's very hard to like actually rate a movie, you know, three out of five, because am I saying okay, this is a quality of three out of five, or this is a three out of five enjoyment, and it just takes too long to clarify that. So for me, it's just like you know what, every movie is not every movie is fine but most movies are fine whatever so for me it's just did i give it a heart or not and even that it's a very low threshold 
like whether or not I give a movie a heart on Letterboxd really is just at the end. Did I say, yeah, I liked it. Not even like I loved it. Not even it was amazing. Just if someone said, hey, what did you think of whatever? If my response is, yeah, I liked it. It was good. Then then it gets a heart. Slap a heart on it. Yep. As opposed to, eh, it was fine. And like there's a very, very thin line between, eh, it was fine. And eh, I liked it. That that doesn't mean that the movies I don't give a heart I hate, but yeah, Final Wars was on the eh, it's fine, I guess. Godzilla was really fun. The rest of the movie, that's it, fine, I guess. So yeah, yeah it is. Uh... It is incredibly interesting that Graham chose that as his initial pick. <laughs> but we're not going to spend time debating Graham's decision. What we are going to use or going to do is use that as a jumping-off point to talk about our first pairing. Of Godzilla Final Wars versus Roland Emmerich's Godzilla from 1998. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> Eric, why I'm don't, glad, why I'm don't glad we start with, with you on, on these uh, brackets? Well, this is um, one of my proudest moments on this podcast because I, I was kind of delegated the task of putting the bracket together to a certain extent. Um, <laughs> and... I deliberately paired these two together and selected Final Wars because in my research, I found out that in Godzilla Final Wars, the Godzilla in this film literally fights Roland Emmerich's Godzilla, (laughs) which has been designated as just Zilla because according to, uh, you know, the filmmakers or Toho or something that Roland Emmerich took the God out of Godzilla. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and I know that Nathan here has a soft spot for the 1998 Godzilla, American Godzilla film. So I was it's like, true. all right, this is going to be great. I'm going to pair these <laughs> movies up. And um, and then my, my final decision is, well, I mean, obviously Godzilla Final Wars is going to win because he tail whips that son of a bitch directly into the Sydney Opera House and blasts him to hell. And then he blows him up. <laughs> while some 41 plays in the background, which is so funny so funny to me it the is idea so 2000 this, it is so 2000 i also really love this song like this is a song i used to listen to all the time it's called we're all to blame and there's a part <laughs> of me that feels like toho is also like they're like yeah we accept responsibility we kind of allowed this to happen um but now we're finally putting this to bed like we're done with the, we're done with <laughs> zilla we're done with roland emmerich like we're sorry. Oh. Here's how we make up for it, and it is that moment in that movie is just pure cinematic bliss. And uh, and Nathan, I it was so funny too because you messaged me at one point and you were like, you know, this this Godzilla in this movie really looks a lot like <laughs> <laughs> really looks a lot like the uh, Final Wars Godzilla because you thought that it was because uh, basically Final Wars is is practically a remake of Destroy All Monsters, right. and in Destroy All Monsters they have a. Uh, Gorosaurus, I think, is what it is. Is the one that you confused, or like maybe not confused? Yeah, it with, but I, I thought, thought it, was that it was just like an updated of version of him, because the, yeah. the Gorosaurus is just like a, a T Rex without any special abilities. Yeah, so he's, he's just the same there. Dinosaur that uh, King Kong fights in a, uh, uh, I think it's King Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, that would make sense of, if it's a yeah. Godzilla. So yeah, like I thought that that was just the updated version of him. So I was like, oh yeah, see, this yeah. perfect reasoning why the Emmerich Godzilla looks the way it does. Nope, I, I was wrong. 
I love too that it's the only one in the movie that's fully CGI. Like all of the other uh, monsters in the, I think all the other, maybe not all of them, but most of the other <laughs> they, monsters they have a guy to be, in a, to be put him in a suit, a, a puppet, and or or yeah, a guy to suit. And uh, <laughs> they're like, nope, we're gonna well, keep him CGI. So and funny. Uh, you you also watched most of the Godzilla movies with your son, and yeah, he I had some. Uh, he he had an observation about the Emirate Godzilla. Did he not? Oh, yes. I'm so glad that you mentioned this. So first of all, he, uh, um, one of the funny things is we've watched a lot of these and, and while we were watching the Roland Emmerich Godzilla at one point, he was like, dad, Godzilla never meant to hurt anybody. He's just misunderstood, yep. which was super adorable. Um, but, but my favorite one and Nathan, I have not revealed this to you yet, but it's true. Owen made like the greatest pun of all time. And there's a scene in Roland Emmerich's Godzilla movie where, um, when all the like baby Godzillas are attacking them in uh, Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. uh, there's a scene where one of them like walks up to a mop and kind of like smacks it with his snout, <laughs> and Owen goes, "Hey, Dad, guess what? He just attacked Mopra." <laughs> 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 oh my and god I was that's like, amazing oh that is one of the greatest puns i've ever heard that is so funny oh my god i lost i lost my mind when he said that it was uh, it was so funny mopra so yes baby godzilla officially defeats mopra in uh the 98 godzilla film that is amazing uh we need to start getting sound bites of that kid on the podcast that's awesome oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> so funny um, all right so but all right um yeah all kidding aside <clears throat> yes all kidding aside what are some of your reasons for why uh godzilla final wars godzilla defeats godzilla from roland emmerich's godzilla so I'm a little torn on this one because I think that the Godzilla Final Wars Godzilla, like all of the scenes with Godzilla in this movie are awesome. Um, I mean, this Godzilla absolutely has probably the greatest stamina of all of them because he is literally just walking across the entire globe, kicking every monster that he's ever, like kicking the ass of every monster that he has ever faced and in, yeah. in, in, uh, almost every monster he's ever faced. Like, And most of them he's like, just utterly decimating them in a minute and he's taking on like he's killing multiple like at the beginning he kind of fights against Gigan and gets a little bit of trouble but he still like blasts the dude's head off um he kills Zilla in one blast um he takes out Kumanga the giant spider take he he throws the grasshopper bug into a power line to zap him which I thought was really funny uh it's like Kamakurus well, and um, that also showed some of his intelligence because apparently that grasshopper monster can camouflage. So Godzilla was like, all right, you're around here somewhere. And so just like launches his atomic fire breath into the mountainside to bring him out. Oh, He's yeah. like, ah, there you are. And yeah, then he kills him. this one's yeah. super smart. Like he very quickly assesses his enemy's weaknesses and exploits them immediately. Like he knows how to take these guys out. And one, my, one of my favorite bits is whenever he <laughs> he goes into the, the water and fishes Hidora and uh, Ibira out of the lake and throws them out of the water. <laughs> he throws Hidora into a building and then throws Ibira and pierces Hidora with Ibira's claw <laughs> and like pins them both to a skyscraper and then 
shoots him with his atomic breath and kills them both in one. It, like not only shoots him with his atomic breath, but he pushes them and the building that they're against backwards like several blocks and kills them. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, um, he he goes through like at least uh, I, I think like nine monsters. I think something like during that, all of yeah. this. Yeah, uh, at one point he's fighting three of them at the same time in. It, it seems like just an old school wrestling match where it's like, okay, they have four people entering the ring because they need some ratings. So they're going to have one mm-hmm. guy beat up on all three of them. Yeah, he, he is just going through town. And by town, I mean the earth, just destroying everything. And they really should have just made this a montage, like music and everything, because it essentially was a montage. The, it this, really is, yeah. And this is one of the problems that I have with the movie. We're, we're, we're going to try to stay on topic and just talk about the monsters, not so much about the movies. But, man, that's one of the things that bugs me is you finally get to the awesome Godzilla battles. And it's like, all right, that one was two seconds. That one was yeah. 20 seconds. That one was five seconds. All right, so, wait, he's destroying all of them. Like... Yeah, I know. He destroys all monsters, but I mean, come on. Give us give us some more monster fighting. Yeah, <sighs> that's that's my biggest problem with the movie and it's one of the things that I feel kind of torn about because it's like this Godzilla is clearly a total badass because he wipes the floor with these guys so easily, but at the same time it's like that almost feels it it feels like I shouldn't give him that much credit because the movie itself is like just very quickly trying to like establish our like oh yeah Godzilla's awesome so uh, you know we made you wait an hour to show him so we're just gonna very quickly <laughs> show like have him get through these guys to finally get to the main battle where he gets his ass kicked a little bit before you know of course saving the day um, I don't know like it, it really bothers me how the movie doesn't seem to care that much about showing you Godzilla fighting these monsters. It's, it's a little too easy for me. Uh, but I mean, I guess, I don't know. Like at the same time, it's like, we're trying to analyze these based on the monster (laughs) itself's ability. Right. And I mean, let's, let's be honest. This, this Godzilla is a total badass. He's super fast. For one thing, he uh, very clearly gets a- around the world very, f- very quickly. And I love, too, that, like, he just walks through the water. Like, it doesn't even, it never actually shows him swimming. He's just walking across the ocean. I, like, I have loved in the that. water, but. <laughs> I've loved that in every single Godzilla movie where it's like he's completely underwater in the middle of the ocean. And then he just stands up. Yeah. It's like, what is he standing on? Like, it's it, so funny. It makes no sense. But, like. I love it. This one's super fast. He's very agile. Like he's catching, uh, like when Gigan shoots the barbed wire, he's uh, catching the barbed wire and he dodges and catches it basically. And he's like flipping these guys over their head, like spin. He he grabs Kumanga's web and like spins him around over his head like a lasso, and then launches him beyond the horizon. Like <laughs> yeah, this dude this, is so this strong, is one of, so fast. It's one of the few of the ones that we uh, watched for this episode where he's actually like fighting, like using his arms yeah. and like punching and doing oh, things yeah. beyond just like maybe a little bit of scraping. Because a lot of the other Godzillas, they use their tail for clubbing things. They mm. use their fire breath, but there's n- and like if something's close, like they'll hold on to it and maybe chew on it a little bit. But there's not a whole lot of like fighting. Yeah. Godzilla from Final Wars is like I expected him to kind of do like the old school, like you know, thumbing at his nose, like all right, come on, oh, let's he kind of does. Like he he throws hands. He's got those hands <laughs> up. He's like an MMA fighter. Yep. Uh, which is funny because Don Fry <laughs> is in this movie and he is an actual MMA fighter, the American <laughs> dude. Um. 
I also love too, like this has nothing to do with how good he is, but I love that this version of Godzilla looks like an angry cat with his little ear. He's got the little ears <laughs> that that none of the other Godzillas really have. Um, and he's got like the the kind of like squinty eyes uh, that <laughs> I don't know. Like he just he always looks so mad. Well, you know, it's because uh, like whenever the Godzilla designers were designing the face, and especially before there was as much control. I know this one was from 2000, so it's a little bit different. Um, but, you know, it's not the same as like working a puppet where there's all kind of mechanical stuff moving the eyebrows and stuff. So it's really yeah. just are they opening their mouth or not? And so they have to put like an angry face on it already, yeah. which is funny because like when they try to make it look angrier, they just have its head to the side and turns toward the camera really quick. And like, yeah. that's how you know that it's angry. <laughs> there's, oh man, there's one scene in this one um, where, where it is like uh like an old school wrestling where he gets thrown. Uh, he either gets thrown or he's like jumping past things and like he's sliding on the ground and he does like the quick turnaround because that's when he's facing two or three of the oh, monsters yeah, yeah, at yeah. the same time. I, I love it. This one very clearly has some like anime kind of influence where they're like running at each other and, and sliding past. I love I love to see him. And again, that's one of the reasons why he's super fast. Like he runs and just slides after attacking his opponent. It's really, really awesome. Yeah, as much as I absolutely love the Emmerich Godzilla, there's no question that this one wins. Um, oh, and well. not not just because Final Wars throws Zilla into the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> I'm, I'm ignoring that. But because, like, okay, Emmerich Godzilla was a better movie. I love Roland Emmerich <laughs> movies and I will defend them oh, until man. like something just absolutely atrocious comes out about Roland Emmerich and then it'll be like, okay, he's trash, but his movies, but I mean, come on, that's, that's Hollywood and we're not going down that rabbit hole. Um, it's more of just a caveat of, I accept the fact that if there's something problematic about Emmerich, I, I accept the fact that people are people, but when talking about his movies, I love Roland Emmerich movies. They are just fun. They are giant popcorn. Spend two and a half hours of your life watching shit explode. But like with with they're, they're less annoying than movies like John Woo, where it's just like, all right, there. I know there was supposed to be a plot, but you just threw in like 100 explosions because of course you did and like throw in some slow-mo doves and John Woo movies are fun. And Emmerich movies make a whole lot more sense than Michael Bay. And so, like, in looking at the... Yeah, they do. It depends on the Michael Bay movie you talk about. No. Roland Emmerich movies are better. have you seen The Rock? Have you seen The Rock? (laughs) Yes, I've seen The Rock. The Rock is is absolutely incredible. Roland Emmerich would have made a better version of The Rock. Oh, absolutely. Look. I'm going to let you have this. (laughs) We... In, in our pantheon agree. of uh, directors that I think are in the same field, where one of them is vastly superior and the other one, eh. Um, Michael Bay is the James Cameron to Roland Emmerich's Spielberg. Mm, yep. I, I, n- none of those words make sense together to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywho, I love Emmerich films. Um, especially this last summer, you know, when there was a still is a global pandemic, but when there was a lot of summer days where it's just like, all right, I guess I'm watching a movie because, you know, my oldest mm. kid's asleep. My second kid hadn't been born yet. My wife was taken asleep because she was pregnant. It's like, all right, I, I got a couple hours to kill. Let's toss in a Nimerick movie. 
And so I watched a lot of his movies that I either had or had not seen before or had forgotten or, you know, didn't give a fair shake. And, you know, like movies like 2012, which I thought were just complete trash because that's what the critics said. Critics are dumb. I watched it. It was like, this is a really good movie. It's not high art, but it is way better than I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking that the 98 Godzilla was just like, oh, this, this is terrible. He killed Godzilla. It's, it's horrible. This is the worst. I don't remember if I actually thought that or if I thought that because that's what the critics said. But sure, then yeah. rewatching it, it was like, this is a perfectly fine giant monster movie. It's, it's good. This is a lot of fun. I am really enjoying this Godzilla. And the first time that I watched it uh, this past summer, it was like, eh, it's, it's a great giant monster movie. I don't know how good of a Godzilla it is, but it's a very good, like, Americanized Godzilla. Rewatching it this time, after having gone through several Godzilla films, this is a good Godzilla movie. It's not the best. Mm-hmm. We eventually are going to do an entire Godzilla series, and that's going to have to be a year-long series, because if we put out an episode a week, leaving some room for uh, for like some special episodes, yeah, yeah, it's going to oh, take yeah, all be... year long to, to oh, go yeah, through. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'll, I'll save the deeper conversation till then. Uh, but in short, this movie. So you're telling me I have to watch this movie again? Yes. <clears throat> it. It is a good Godzilla movie. It's not the best Godzilla design. And in terms of like some of the special abilities and all of the things that you typically associate with Godzilla, it's, it's lacking in some of those, but it's not lacking. It's just a different version. Like one of the things that I love about this movie, the original (laughs) Gojira was, uh, it it is a masterpiece. Like every time that I think, yeah, "Yeah, that movie was okay. And I rewatch it. Just, I am, I am in constant awe the entire time. I love the original Gojira and God, it's just so damn good. But one of the things that makes it so great is it's representation of Japan dealing with the fallout of, um, of of the atom bomb uh, in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Mm. And so like it carries so much weight. Yeah. Mm. But in Gojira, the atomic bombs released this ancient monster. Like he was fine, just kind of chilling out in the earth's core or whatever. But because of the atom bombs, like that's what drew him out. Mm. And it, it, it still carries all of the weight of, you know, like this giant monster is representing a nuclear war. But one of the things that I love about Emmerich's Godzilla is this was just like a chill little iguana. An iguana? <laughs> yes. It was just a chill little iguana. But then because of the stupid decisions of mankind, it didn't release a monster. It created a monster. Yeah, and, that just happened to be marinating for thirty years in the South Pacific. Yeah, ignore and then that. Randomly, Ign- fine. Randomly, I, somehow goes all care. the way to New York, which doesn't make any fucking geographic sense whatsoever. Yes, it does because he no, was swimming doesn't. to. It doesn't matter. We're we're not getting into that. What I'm saying, because we'll get into that. Of all the islands he could episode. be nesting, why is he going into? Why is? It, oh my god! Anyway, Look, I'm we sorry, have so many on. things to talk about. We're already uh, well over half an hour into this episode. Nathan, whose fault is this? The, it's my <laughs> fault. But here's the thing. I, I love the fact that this Godzilla does represent a people are doing terrible things, and this is the result of humanity's 
actions. And and I, I just really enjoy that twist because like all of the other Godzillas, these monsters existed and probably were eventually going to resurface anyways. Mm-hmm. And Emmerich's Godzilla, it was like, you know what? If people weren't so terrible, we probably wouldn't have created this monster in the first place. Now sure. I know that I I'm I know I'm overanalyzing. That's what I do. Uh, yeah, it's very perfunctory. It's like I think this is a good like 1950 style B movie. Well, no, I'm not even gonna say good. I think it's a serviceable uh, 1950s like it's like more like them than it is like Godzilla to me. But here's the other thing about like that. the giant even, ant movie. Even your kid saying Godzilla never meant to hurt anyone. Like yeah, mm-hmm. he's just. You know, he's just chilling. He's, he's actually just... more like King Kong than Godzilla. This is definitely a very King Kong-esque version of Godzilla where he's more sympathetic. And I, I'll, I'll admit, like, I like the Godzilla in this movie. Like, I think it's an interesting design. I think there's some interesting ideas. I, I think it suffers a little bit of the same thing that Final Wars does where he seems smarter than he is because the movie makes dumb decisions. Like making it, I <laughs> making I him don't able think to, that he's necessarily smarter in the in New York New York City, which is just really dumb. But, uh, but he he has more instinct, especially right, he's, that he's instinct, very instinctual. Yeah. But that instinct is super par- supercharged with nuclear weapons. So I'm just saying, I guess so. Emmerich's Godzilla, in all of my limited Godzilla knowledge, I do not think is a bad Godzilla movie it might stray more than the others. And so there might have to be a little bit more mental gymnastics to kind of work some of the themes back into how some of the other uh, themes throughout the series work. But also, I mean, come on, look at some of these other Godzilla movies and they're just dumb. As much as I love destroy all monsters. I mean, come on, aliens are here and they're using mind control to control the monsters to destroy the world so that they can do something which is it 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 makes sense when i was watching it but it's so dumb that i don't remember it and then humans are going to use the same mind control to control the monsters to defeat the aliens which it is so dumb (laughs) and again i love it but it's dumb so any critiques of roland emmerich's movie it's not a godzilla movie whatever i i think there's a difference between a movie being dumb and a movie being illogical a movie can be dumb as long as it follows its own internal logic roland emmerich's movie is all over the place with its it tries to be grounded but also goofy at the same time but it just doesn't doesn't work for me also the humans all suck ass i think Uh, that it they're all irritating as hell and I think that Jean Reno is one of the best characters in that movie. Not one of. He's, oh, he's the, the best only character in the movie. Mildly interesting character he's... with his only because I, I love the idea that he's chewing gum to look American, and then he does his Elvis impression. That's the only moment where oh, any so character good. is ever interesting in any way. But <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, right. So and you we, think that uh, we eventually this... are going to do a series where I get even further into that. But yeah, uh, Godzilla Final Wars, there's no question. It has more abilities. I, I do think that Emmerich's Godzilla is more agile just because it does have the longer limbs. Um, it jumps really high. It jumps, it jumps bridge, really high. Kind of interesting. I, I think that I, I don't know which one I would give the edge to in intelligence. Um Oh, yeah. I definitely give Final I, Wars the 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 edge. This 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 I, I uh, Godzilla is pretty dumb. Godzilla is able to recognize a trap. Like yeah, but he still falls for it. <laughs> no, he doesn't. When when uh, when they have all the fish in the park, and he goes there and he looks at the fish, and he looks at the people in the tank, 
and looks at the fish. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not falling yeah. for this again. Even like, though it was he, again, again, he, like he, he learns. <laughs> he learned learning, after he already showed up. Learning is a sign of intelligence. So I mean, sure, that's true. And he does, uh, and I don't know if this is something he did on purpose or not, but the scene where he has the torpedoes following him that he then leads back to the Oh, he totally the, uh, did that on purpose. Submarine again. Because I think it's, he learned. Sure, I think he learns. Um, he also gets stuck in a tunnel, can't catch a taxi cab, and then gets trapped on a bridge. So, <laughs> well, eh, whatever. Uh, I, I think one of the things. One of the things that, and also it, he goes to fucking New York to nest. This is the worst possible <laughs> place to go put your eggs. It is so dumb. He was in the South Pacific. There are so I, many islands he could have gone to. But not uh, on so with dumb. his size. We 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 have to stop talking about this movie. We have so many more things to talk about. Oh, I know, I know. But with his size, where else is he going to hide? An island that size with buildings that size makes sense for him to hide in, unless he goes to Japan. But the, this wasn't the Americanized version. We're not going. He down goes that to a hole. heavily populated area where people are clearly antagonistic, like yep. and clearly want to murder him. But he still stays there and hides in their tunnel and builds. He, it's cool that he can burrow. That's an interesting thing that no other Godzilla can do. Was, was it one of the five burrows? Heyoh! So Ooh, also, he doesn't even have atomic he, breath. That's, that's he lame. has fire breath. Hey, he's got a he's got like a Bowser flame breath. It's really really lame. Yeah, he barely. Use, he doesn't even use it defensively. That, that's one thing that is kind of interesting about him, though, is that he is not a uh, he he isn't a very offensive creature. Uh, she. He he. I mean, sh- it. No. Okay, listen. This is really stupid because the movie. <laughs> tell he, tell he can that to Jurassic Park. It can okay. reproduce asexually, but they still keep and they they keep calling it a he anyway like i don't know if they ever confirm the sex of this monster or not it's but it's really I, weird i'm anyway, just saying they this never... movie is fascinating and i love it and it is a great movie and we are going to rewatch it in fact you're going to be rewatching it at least twice once no. yep once when we do our united states of america america oh we gotta uh, do other we have but there are so many we're other doing emmerich yes movies and that we're are doing all of the emmerich movies and we are going to do united states of emmerich uh I'm gonna quit and, the podcast. And you're going to rewatch it again when we eventually do our year long Godzilla series. So yeah, well, cuddle up to Emmerich's Godzilla. He she is very snuggly and I love her. It well, I will say Here, that here's uh, one of the, well, one of the other things that I Owen do really give to movie, Final least, Wars. So. My son my, my seven year old likes this is a good seven year old movie. It's a good movie for enjoyment. Here's the other thing. Godzilla Final Wars uh, his atomic fire breath, he has accuracy to shoot his laser breath into space to blow up a spaceship. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He destroys a meteor that is coming toward Earth. Just like, not e- like, and it's so funny, too, like how offhanded it is. He's just like, oh, shit, there's a meteor coming toward Earth. Better blow that up. Like, and then he just keeps, he just moves on. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, so, despite, speaking of Michael Bay, <laughs> despite the, why didn't Michael um, Bay recruit Godzilla to come in in Arm- Armageddon to destroy the meteor? <laughs> That would have been awesome to put him up there with Aerosmith. All right. So despite the flaws in the movie itself, the Godzilla from Final Wars is advancing and uh, going up against MonsterVerse Godzilla. Yes. All right. So Godzilla versus Destroya versus Shin Godzilla. Yes. Uh, who's your pick on this one? Ah, oh, This is... This is tough because I mean it's not really that tough. I think that no, the, this one's tough. 
this this is if you listen to our King Kong episode, this is our King Kong versus Godzilla and King Kong Escapes matchup of it's, like ooh, I don't yeah. know which one goes forward. I think that in terms of if you were looking at these monsters in terms of fighting ability, I think I've got to go with the Heisei era, the Godzilla in Godzilla versus Destoroyah. I think that the Godzilla and Shin Godzilla, due to his abilities to evolve, I think that if given more time, he could have potentially become like the absolute greatest Godzilla of all time. Just, just due to the implications of the way that he is uh, constantly adapting to the situations he encounters. Um, but in terms of like sheer actual fighting ability, and I, I've got to give it to the, to Godzilla versus Destroy because the the Shin Godzilla is a is a uh, a Godzilla that is much more instinctual, I think. Um, right. It definitely feels like, I mean, it's, it's harkening back a lot more to the original Gojira where it's like, this is a creature that is just kind of confused and running around and doesn't really know what's going on and isn't even in the beginning, isn't even really entirely control of in, in control of its faculties. You know, it's just a, a weird googly eyed uh, <laughs> monster just like is so weird in this movie. It's so weird and horrifying. And man, I, I got, I went down a rabbit hole of, trying to figure out like what the uh the next phases were would have could have been and i mean this there there is a definitely a an alternate timeline where shin godzilla is the most powerful being of all i mean ever i mean it, it's really right. kind of incredible but um but yeah so let's let's look at the, what it, what do you think what who do you think is going to win right, before so, so here's I get the too much thing further into it these two Godzillas, based off the ones that we watched, not looking at you know the the entire history of Godzilla, but based off of our six matchup Godzillas, these are the only two that I think have like major weaknesses. Yeah. Even though I think that these are two of the strongest, um, Godzilla in Godzilla versus Destroya is like he he's overpowered he is over radioactive he is a godzilla in the process of a nuclear meltdown and is going to explode and destroy everything Mm -hmm. godzilla and shin godzilla has to like cool off and and reset and like he just like three weeks yeah he is like he stops for weeks and apparently he has like some sort of 15 days well uh, was it only 15 days? Because at one point they say something about two weeks from that point. I don't know how much time had passed up to the point oh, where they said gotcha. it was going to be like uh, a couple more weeks. Um, the uh, He does have like some sort of automatic defense system though because like whenever they try to send drones in somehow he also destroys them. I don't know if he just like emits an electromagnetic pulse or does something yeah. But, like, he's mostly chill when he's uh, cooling back up. Like, he mm. might be able to get some energy to do something, but looking at which of these is going to go up against uh, uh, King Kong from the MonsterVerse, King Kong. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, all that King Kong has to do is just wear him out for a little bit, wait for him to cool off, and then snap his neck in half. So yeah, no, that's that's the biggest thing. And and I hate to say it because I fucking love Shin Godzilla. Like this monster, oh, this is one of my favorite is, Godzillas, and it's one of my favorite Godzilla movies. Oh, for sure, yeah. It it's, is it's such a cool idea, such a oh, cool design, so and the the moment like halfway through the movie when he finally uses his atomic breath is truly like one of the most awe-inspiring things i've ever seen in a movie i mean like it was i ha- it like my jaw like when his jaw drops my jaw drops <laughs> like when he does he, his little predator mouth his expandy little, yeah thing. his little mandibles open up it's it's really incredible and like the amount of destruction he causes in that moment is just just uh, extraordinary i mean like he has the ability to i mean he he is the most powerful version of this monster like if I Kong were caught in the crossfire here, I don't know, man. His whenever he takes that, whenever he destroys Tokyo, and he, he's like shooting his flame breath and like cutting buildings in half, and when he shoots his uh, atomic breath down on the ground and like creates a tsunami of fire, and <laughs> that's pretty awesome. And he's got like his back lasers. Is his like he's got like dorsal uh, atomic breath or whatever you want to call it. Uh, like dorsal photons i think he is has how they, atomic they emissions so that's one of the things um, it's just it's incredible i mean it's well and absolutely i, I don't think that i've actually said amazing. which one i think wins yet because oh no you haven't even though while shin godzilla is cooling down i think kong could very easily get in there and just rip him in half um that would depend on if kong could survive to the point where shin is uh, calming down because yeah. one of the weaknesses that we've talked about with Godzilla is because his arms are forward facing, he doesn't have as much agility to do things like get someone off of his back, you yeah. know, versus Kong, where his arms are a little bit more to the side. So he has more of that agility, blah, 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 blah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you see some of that, like when Kong is fighting the uh, skull crawlers. So, like, you see some of his ability to adapt to the specific monster he's fighting. Yeah. If Kong got on Shin Godzilla's back, that wouldn't matter because Shin Godzilla would just use his back lasers. Yeah. And Shin Godzilla has a tail laser. So he does like, eventually. Yeah. Shin Godzilla it's is like a laser the, pointer. Well, he's the atomic equivalent of um, when I get food poisoning and it's just like he, he is unstuck. <laughs> you like that? Dear God firing from both ends there oh so, yeah so he's got he's got mouth lasers he's got a tail laser and he's got back lasers yeah uh, yeah it's, how is king kong going to defeat that that's unless true. he just kind of runs around for a little bit and lets him wear the, down the biggest I thing though is he has like literal video game style weak points on his body where they're they're glowing red it's like if you hit the glowing red places if kong creates an improvised weapon and is able to get in there and dodge just late. I mean, again, he has to dodge the lasers and stuff, which I mean, I feel like he's agile enough to do because again, right. when, when this Shin Godzilla is expelling all of the radiation, you know, whenever he is shooting out his atomic breath and all this stuff, it's very clear that he has no real strategy. Like he is just angry because he is being attacked and he is directing his anger. Like he's like a child throwing a tantrum. Right. Um, well, and, and again, Kong proved that he is fireproof against napalm <laughs> yeah so like just dealing with that big fire tsunami he'd be fine it's yeah. there could was kong withstand the direct blast especially yeah. because uh 
again, I've watched a lot of Godzilla movies all at once, but isn't this the one where like he supercharges his uh, atomic breath and like it goes purple showing that yeah, it's yeah. even stronger? He can like uh, focus it basically yeah. so, into a pinpoint. So I don't know it's if tough. It, Kong would have to be able to get past those defenses, but uh, yeah, with those weak points, I mean, we've already seen in the trailer for Godzilla versus Kong that Kong has a giant magical axe mm-hmm. that could very yes. easily get into one of those weak spots. Cause this is one of the only Godzilla's that you see a missile actually have an impact on him. Now it hit, mm-hmm. it had to hit in that very specific spot, but right, yeah, like yeah. it hits on his back and, and it does yeah, cause everything else just like bounces right off of him. Right. Um, I, I, a couple things. So um, one of the things too, that I learned is that his, uh, his blood like the red stuff that's gushing out of him in, in some of those scenes is apparently like superheated. Sure. So there's a deleted scene in the film where like you see his blood like melting things. So that's something to take into consideration with Kong. If he's like hitting him those weak points, if he gets any of that blood on him, it could burn him. Uh, you know, again, he is, you know, fairly fire resistant. That was what we saw in Skull Island. But um, so, yeah. And my other thing, the other thing that is very interesting is I think it really depends on, what version of this monster he he would have to face because like if he i mean right. if he's going up against googly eyed dude that's that's pretty easy <laughs> uh, the little sperm face. with feet kind of wriggling around tokyo yeah oh god yeah, i there's a there's a seat in that movie whenever it shows him going down the the street and all the people running away from him i was sitting there like if i saw that coming at me i would i would just die like i would just yeah. fall on the ground i would be dead there is no yeah. i would lose my fucking mind that is horrifying <laughs> uh huh um but uh, but the other thing is like for for one thing we learned that he can reproduce asexually much like the uh, Roland Emmerich Godzilla only he doesn't lay eggs he just loses parts of his body in places <laughs> and they learn that that is creating other things the other very interesting implication with this is at the very end when you see his tail and it's like sprouting creatures from it he's like a gremlin. Except well, he doesn't necessarily have to get wet, and and we, one thing too is like we his, we are uh, going we 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 have to eventually do a Godzilla series because I did not view uh, the close up of his tail as him sprouting creatures. I viewed that as him absorbing things, more like the mm. thing almost. Which yeah. again, looking at the history of Godzilla and how it represents death and destruction and all this other stuff, like. I view this more as Shin Godzilla is made up of the corpses of all of those who have died in war. I think, yeah, because I mean, the other other thing you have to think about is like a creature cannot grow in size without absorbing other matter. And right. you never see him like eating or anything. So it's clear that in some way he is just absorbing the people that he is murdering. So yeah. I think that's, that's true. Uh, it could be that it's really just his next stage of evolution because if you look at his tail... It is a a second head. Um, it is literally Ooh, a second maybe head. He's so evolving you can, into King Ghidorah. I, well, I don't know what. If you look at the like production uh, information on this, it's very interesting because they had like concepts of what the next version would look like. Look like, and he's a lot more like human esque, demonic kind of like. So he is basically adapting to the attacks that he's receiving, and he is turning into whatever force is most effective to combat 
the external threats that he's facing. And, the, and they even mentioned like he could potentially grow wings. And the rabbit hole I went down basically said that he would grow wings and he would fly off into space and he would colonize, he would asexually, you know, reproduce and colonize other planets. And he would eventually become like the old ones of Cthulhu. And, and so, uh, so like, he really would turn into King Ghidorah. Yeah, he would literally absorb the entire universe and become one with the universe. Like, he would literally be a god incarnate, which is so, fascinating to me. Uh, I that, that is terrifying to think about. And if that's the case, I mean, like, yeah, obviously he'll win because he'll just absorb Kong. So if Except... He, uh, uh, well, he, it's funny. He and uh, and the Godzilla and Godzilla versus Destoroya have the exact same weakness. They yeah, they get defeated. Cold. They, yeah, you <laughs> use cryo bombs against them. Well, so here's the thing. Um, I, I had a bunch of jokes and I've already forgotten some of them. Um, it, it's it's fine. One of them was Shin Godzilla is basically Wolf Guy, where the most dangerous creature is the plague of mankind. Yes. Yeah. And also. Um, Shin Godzilla is very clearly a xenomorph where he is absorbing the different traits of, of those he's being attacked by. But yeah, that's really interesting because he doesn't really get his fire. I forget if he had his fire breath or not, but he didn't get his fire dorsal fins until that dr- uh, bomb dropped on his back. Right. Exactly, and then he was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess I need defenses back there too. shoot lasers. It makes me wonder like if if how this creature would have evolved if it hadn't been attacked like like you get the idea that it's only it only becomes godzilla because of the environment it's in it could be a totally it become it could become a totally different creature entirely if it were you know just off on its own and not being attacked by other by humans i don't know it's fascinating well and see now it has me questioning whether or not um, like what creature would it become if Kong started attacking it? Like well, how would it adapt to that? And and that's that's where I'm starting to be like, oh crap. Because yeah, like if he just reproduces by just dropping parts and those parts grow into new things, can Shin Godzilla ever truly be defeated? Because if he was hacked up, wouldn't he just kind of regrow other things or wouldn't he just mm-hmm. grow into other parts? I but yeah. But we can't go based off of assumptions. We can only right. go with what is in front of us. Mm-hmm. And as much as I absolutely love this movie, again, it's one of my favorite Godzillas. I, I think that it's, I have to actually give it to Godzilla vs. Vers- Destroya to go up yeah. against Kong. Because not only does he have his super extra meltdown, extra nuclear fire breath and is overpowered and has like just... Yeah, he just looks looks great. I, I love the glowing red Godzilla. It's so awesome, dude! This is my favorite. Like, just does Godzilla design. It's so cool. He he looks like one of the angriest in this one because he's just mm-hmm. well, he's glowing red. Um, but also, Godzilla versus Destroya, like actually defeats Destroya. We see him fight another monster. Yeah. So we get to see some of those fighting abilities. We get to see that he would be able to actually go up against another Titan. So mm. while I think that Shin Godzilla has a lot of really fascinating and amazing defenses, and I think that it would be a very interesting fight, I, Kong, I think, is also smart enough that once he saw, like, oh, he like is actually getting tired, he would just wear him down let him cool off and then go rip his head off and throw him in the Arctic or, or something. So 
if Kong yeah. could survive, I think he would more easily defeat Shin going up against Godzilla versus Destroya. If he didn't win, or it, even if he was winning, Godzilla would just go extra nuclear and just blow up the world because, you know, like that was <laughs> part of the he plot. Would, he, even he, though he would he also didn't. throw a tantrum and be like, fine, if I can't win, nobody can. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I really love the Godzilla in this movie. For one thing, he's it's the only Godzilla that ever displays any kind of emotion, which I think I mean people look at emotion as a weakness, but I mean he's much like Kong in that way. Like you get get some of that in um uh oh god, which one? Which one was it? You you get get Uh, some of that in Final Wars where Baby Zilla goes up to him. He's like, no, don't. And he's oh, like, he's Rrr. such an asshole. He's so mean to Minila. <laughs> like he just he just kind of looks at him and then he says, "Okay, whatever," and then turns around and walks away and and little Minila's just like, "Oh, okay. I'll just follow you, daddy." Yeah. So here's dumb. my fire breath. Ha! Dude, this Godzilla cries. And you know, and, and as we all know, crying is not a weakness. A man who is in touch right. with his emotions is someone who can be trusted to I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but he is in touch with his emotions, which I think is cool. Um, he he's he's a lot more strategic. Like this this Godzilla is, um, you know, I think the if it comes down to fighting against Kong, what Godzilla doesn't want to do is let Kong get in too close. And this Godzilla fights from a distance a lot more. Like one of the weird things about all these Godzilla movies is how sparingly he uses his atomic breath. Like. This the but the one in Godzilla versus Destroya actually is like no I'm putting some distance between us and I'm going to keep shooting you yep. and I'm not just going to keep getting in close because I recognize that I have tiny little arms and I can't really punch you that well <laughs> so like I feel I, like I wonder if some of that though especially in uh, versus Destroya we, we man if someone was doing a drinking game of how many times we've said Godzilla they would be in the hospital now oh I know um like I, I wonder if some of that though is because he is like overpowered at that point. If he's mm. firing his uh, atomic fire breath as a way to like try to cool down, like I wonder oh, if that does any idea. venting. It's like a of- vent, yeah. That's interesting. He, well, and the other thing too is like he is—he's also very adaptive. Not quite as adaptive as Shin Godzilla, but like it's very clear that like he has to fight multiple different versions of Destroya. Every yeah. time he fights, like he—he he defeats. He has to defeat Destroya most multiple times. It's like fighting a boss in like a Japanese RPG where like you think you've defeated them and then they come back more powerful than ever like seven different times and he's just like okay well shit I guess I'm gonna have to fight you as this thing and I'll kill you and then you're gonna come back and then and then you're gonna be a bunch of tiny little destroyers that I have to (laughs) that I get a little overwhelmed by (laughs) let me tell you how much I love the destroyer design not necessarily in terms of what it looks like but yeah the like oh here's this tiny little creature which again tying into some of the uh, like history of why Godzilla is terrifying and how this one goes the more realistic route Rather than, oh, they're space aliens with special abilities that can not really be people, but also be people. Godzilla movies are so dumb sometimes, and I love them. Mm-hmm. Um, with it being more realistic and with Destroya being just that tiny little particle that gets supercharged, not only because of um, not only because of a nuclear bomb, but because of the oxygen destroyer from, yeah, from the, the original Gojira, yeah. which, oh, it's, it's so good. I Man, it's such a I like good movie. That. I love the I love the little uh, James Cameron movie we get in the middle of this too, where all the all the uh, military guys go in and have to fight all the different smaller versions of Destroya. <laughs> that's that's very aliens and very cool. 
it uh, uh, yeah. yes them fighting destroyer is a better movie than aliens so i think i think my only issue with this version of godzilla is he's not very agile oh no he's big uh, and slow he's 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 definitely more agile than shin godzilla um uh, well, depends for- on which version I was going to say, although I love how the one uh, version of Shin Godzilla, whenever he goes into like his first form, or the first time he stands up, his legs are kind of weak or whatever. And then whenever he wants to move, he lays back down and he moves really fast like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one, he, he gets, he's not uh, super mobile, which is probably part of the reason why he doesn't get a lot of hand-to-hand combat. But he can take a beating. Like mm-hmm. he can, he would definitely be the Rocky, where he's like, "I'm just gonna let Kong wear himself out, and then I could, I could take you on from there." Which is, you know, pretty much the strategy he uses against Destroya. Um, well, and they also, th- in terms of his durability, uh, they say something at one point during that movie about how not even the oxygen destroyer can defeat Godzilla. Yeah, he has. He apparently, I was looking into. I didn't watch any of the other Heisei films, but I was looking into, you know, stuff that happens in some of them. And apparently this version has some regenerative abilities. Um, so like if he gets hit, like, you know, there's a scene where Destroyer slices like straight through him and you see a little bit of injury on the outside of him, but like it still doesn't really cut through his body. Um, so like he has some kind of healing abilities. And also uh, one of the things I learned is that Every time he defeats an enemy, he grows stronger. Like apparently in the previous oh, films, pretty much. Yeah, he like essentially absorbs <laughs> well, his enemies. He absolutely wins. And uh, and like he, his heat ray, he like he upgrades throughout the films. Like every time he defeats an enemy, like his heat ray gro- or his atomic breath grows uh, stronger. And uh, he d- he also has a little bit of a nuclear pulse thing going on where he discharges beams from his dorsal plates, like a uh, kind of like Shen Godzilla. So, yeah, I don't know. I really love this movie, though. Uh, I just have I, to mention this is a. I, I, I like this one a lot. Yeah, I as fun as the zany Godzilla movies are, where it's just like here, let's throw like thirty monsters in and not really give it a plot, or like have a plot be a very loose grounding for a, an excuse for a giant monster fight. As mm. fun as some of those movies are, man, the the grounded movies I think that I enjoy better. Uh, before we started recording, like I, I was literally finishing up as we started the Zoom call. Um, hold on, I need the full name of it because it's one with a dumb long GMK, name. GMK, all monsters, yes. all out attack. Godzilla, monsters, all Mothra, attack. and King Ghidorah, giant monsters, all out attack. Yeah, that's it. Because there was already like an all out attack. Anyways, <laughs> definitely so the I, best title of any of these movies. <laughs> I just finished that one before we started recording. And uh, yet another very solid Godzilla film. It it does the thing that most other Godzilla movies do where there's like a, a human plot and a Godzilla versus military or Godzilla versus whatever plot. Mm-hmm. But during the scenes with Godzilla, it is very much a war movie. Like yeah. this one shows people dying. Like when there are explosions, it shows people like burning Dude, and flying through the air. This movie is so splody. Like it's, this Godzilla is the most destructive of them all, in t- at least in terms of the Toho ones, because like when the buildings blow up, they're not just being knocked down. There's like debris everywhere in these movies. It's yep. so fun. Well, and when you see him like shoot his laser breath through a building, 
they make a very clear point to show you the people in the room yeah. right before he di- right before it explodes and it's like oh wow you are really driving home the like uh um, collateral damage of war mm. it again this one's it's a, a real anti-hero movie. it's he's not a hero though but is he we don't know but also he's not in our bracket so it's not what we're talking about i just had to mention that i love that movie because i just finished it so um yeah, Shin Godzilla versus uh, Godzilla versus Destroya. It it makes it a lot more confusing to say which one is moving forward when the movies have versus in the versus, title. I know. I'm gonna have to. I, I'm I'm going with Godzilla from uh, Destroya as as the one Sweet. who is going to make a better pairing with uh, a potential pairing if he advances. I agree, uh, and I and I Skull it Island. also. It hurts me a little bit at the same time. I there was a moment when I when I was watching Shin Godzilla and that that when he starts using his atomic breath, I literally out loud said, "Oh shit, I'm not going to win this." Like I was like, "There's no way King Kong can defeat this guy." And then as the movie goes on, I'm like, "Well, he okay, he's got some obvious weaknesses, but yeah." Um, a couple other, th- I just want to mention a couple other things. Um, this Godzilla also has the power to bring dead things back to life, which is um a very interesting. Well, at least some dead things with the final image of this movie, which is fantastic. Um, also, I just wanted to mention, I love the way that when he's in the ocean, the, the water boils because he's so hot. Yeah, he's, he is so hot. How hot so it is would, he? It would, literally, it would literally burn Kong to hit him. <laughs> but again, Kong survived Possibly. napalm. That's, that's and, true, that's true. Here's, uh, we, we need to move on because we still have more Godzilla's to talk about. I know, I know. But I think that's one of the things that makes this a really fascinating pair-up and why once again, I think that King Kong escapes should have advanced rather than King Kong versus Godzilla <laughs> because King Kong in King Kong escapes can swim through the like sub freezing Arctic waters and be just fine. Mm-hmm. Godzilla in both Godzilla versus Destroya and Shin Godzilla is taken down with cold. So yep. like some of that would depend on where they fight, where if they fight somewhere hot, Kong has proven that he can survive fire. Yes. But if they fight somewhere cold, Kong, different version, but still, Kong has proven he can survive cold. Godzilla, not so much. So yeah. it's just uh, just saying. Which is so All weird. Right. You would think that, I mean, I guess because lizards are cold-blooded, right? Yeah. It's, it's totally what makes sense, which is why Emmerich's Godzilla is still a very fine Godzilla movie. All right. So Godzilla versus Destroya versus Godzilla destroy all monsters. So we got a destroyer versus a destroyer. Yes. Destroy all uh, versus destroyer. This is this is kind of tough. I mean no, like I not. know who's going to win. I know who's going to win, but it's, it's going to be Godzilla. It's going to be the Heisei Godzilla. It's it's Godzilla versus destroyer. Oh yeah, absolutely. But man, I love the show of Godzilla. Like, first of all, in Destroy All Monsters, I, one of my favorite things about like I thought this was gonna be like an all-out monster battle at the end, and instead it's more like a gang up. Like they just yep. gang up on King Ghidorah and they kick his fucking ass like so hard. It, I, it's not like there's very little uh, dramatic tension in the final moments of this movie. It's like Godzilla's like, "Yo, I'm showing up with my gang of people here." Come at me, bro. And then he just holds Ghidorah down while all of the other monsters beat the shit out of it. <laughs> so that's one thing is uh, that Godzilla needed down. help. Also, that's I'm true. really, well, 
we're going to get into this probably a little bit when we get to the MonsterVerse, but I really hope that uh, Destroy All Monsters gives at least some blueprint of where Godzilla vs. Kong is going in terms of I just want Godzilla and Mothra and Kong to team up to defeat regenerated uh, Mecha Space Ghidorah. Yeah. I We'll get there. Um, I, yeah. Yeah, Destroy All Monsters, <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It is probably one of the like clearest examples of what you think of when you think of like the fun, silly, zany Godzilla era mm-hmm. of just like, oh, yeah, they've got people in funny outfits and <laughs> stupid plots. And it, this is the King Kong escapes of <laughs> the Godzillas in terms of like, yeah, there's a plot, but it's kind of dumb and doesn't yeah, really I love make a whole the, lot of sense and i love that in a lot of these japanese movies they always have humans there giving a commentary like it's a like it's a boxing match or, or something <laughs> like they do the thing where they're like all right we know for whatever reason we know all the monsters are going to be in this big field who's going to arrive first will it be godzilla will it be mothra <laughs> like it's so funny well part of the reason they knew that was because that's where the aliens were and the humans right, were yeah, using yeah, mind right. control and Oh, man, these plots so get fun. silly. Um, so I, this movie has so as, many awesome miniatures and stuff, too. Oh, anyway, but that's not what we're talking about. As as great as the movie is, as much as I love this Godzilla, and like this is also one of the hero Godzillas, because oh, yeah. we, again, during our full Godzilla series, we're going to talk about how Godzilla goes from just like force of nature monster that is there to destroy and not be stopped by anything to kind of a hero to an anti-hero to a monster to a hero to a hero monster <laughs> I, it, it is it is fascinating the different iterations that godzilla takes especially in light of where it all started with gojira and like how it like if you view all of that together of all right so if we keep the same theme from gojira what are they trying to say with this movie are they trying to say Mm. that nuclear power really is our friend and that we should just like forget the tragedies because we need this power to keep humanity alive i we, we are gonna have a lot of i think fascinating conversations eventually yeah but yeah godzilla versus destroya he he's just such a stronger godzilla and if he can win out over uh, Chin Godzilla, then you know what? We only talked about which of those Godzillas we think would defeat King Kong. We didn't actually talk about Shin Godzilla versus Destroya. If oh, the two yeah, of well. them were fighting, which one would win? <laughs> I, I'm still going to give it to um, uh, versus Destroya because oh, he's yeah, got yeah, his so. big extra laser breath and it would just plow right through Shin Godzilla. For sure, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that. I think that's all. It would be a pretty, pretty one-sided battle. I mean, again, we can speculate on how Shin Godzilla might adapt to to uh, Heisei Godzilla's powers, but I, I, I don't know. I don't I just, think he would survive because uh, bringing in um, the all-out attack, the only thing that could pierce Godzilla's skin was Godzilla's fire breath. And also, like, some stuff from the inside, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what eventually brought Godzilla down was Godzilla's own fire breath. So, yeah, yeah, he, he is going to be able to defeat I himself. Did, I did make a note that Godzilla, the only, the only thing that can defeat Godzilla is himself. 
<laughs> Which, you know, again, these are Godzilla's fighting other Godzilla's. So. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I don't so know. Godzilla I, versus Destroyer. I don't, I, I don't think there's a question that he is going to easily just have his overpowered sell, extra fire breath plow through I don't want to sell him monsters. short, though, because I think that the show of Godzilla is really awesome. Okay, one of the movies you did not watch is Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Right. And I just want to mention one thing in this movie that I think is absolutely amazing. Um, I... Sorry, hold on. I lost my train of thought. Um, so in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, at one point, what he ends up doing is he, uh, shit, where did I put it? He he ends up grabbing power lines, I think is what it is. And, oh, no, no. What it is is he he clearly learned from his fight with um, King Kong, where King Kong absorbs the lightning. And at one point, he literally charges his body up with electricity. And which, you know, kind of doesn't make any sense considering electricity was also his weakness in that movie, but whatever. But, but I told you his... he survived because he just went back in the water and swung yeah, back yeah, to yeah, Atlantis yeah, sure, sure, sure. and just recouped. He's fine. But, you know, he's upgradable. So he learned to channel lightning much like Kong. Right. And at one point when he's fighting Mechagodzilla, he has like all these like projectiles stuck in his skin, which you know again he 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 can his skin can be pierced by projectiles from mechagodzilla but he uses the lightning in his body to charge himself up expel all of the projectiles embedded in his flesh and he literally becomes a magnet to prevent the metal <laughs> sorry the space titanium mechagodzilla from flying away from him so he becomes a <laughs> magnet and gets mechagodzilla so like he is extremely adaptable much like shin godzilla Yes, but um, Heisei Godzilla is not made of metal, so... Okay, but listen, here's the other thing. I, I wasn't saying that specific. I'm just saying he can he can adapt. He is sure, very smart. Sure. He, uh, he's very agile. He's much quicker than the, uh, the uh, Heisei era. True. Um, he, at one point in King Kong versus Godzilla, uh, King Kong throws a boulder and he tail whips it back at him with incredible accuracy. So, like, if he can just move around enough and get in close, then the the Heisei era version maybe doesn't really have as much of a chance because we know that he is not as good in a full-on, like, street battle like like the Showa era. It's a good the, point. Uh, the Showa era is, is brutal. Like, whenever he is fighting against King Ghidorah, he is, like, kicking the shit out of it. Like, he's stomping his head on the ground, and, like, he's really... Like, he takes no prisoners. Like, this guy is in it to win it. Um, Man, I don't know. I, I really like the Showa era. You know what? Those, still... those are really good points. The Heisei era, if it's a distance battle, then, yep. And Also, his his, his atomic breath is super strong. Like, in, in King Kong versus Godzilla, he burns up a submarine underwater. Like, his atomic breath is still extraordinarily powerful while underwater. And um, we we did also kick, forget he drop kicks King Kong. That's well, cool. we we forgot to mention this. We mentioned this during a King Kong episode. We forgot it on this one. We are trying. It's difficult sometimes to keep in mind uh, the limitations of when the movies were made. So obviously, more modern movies with advanced technology can show things that that seem more powerful. Um, so we are trying to keep in mind. We're trying to put them all on a level playing field. So while the Heisei era Godzilla does seem so much stronger because he looks so much more intense, mm-hmm. 
you make some very, very good points about, um, about what's the other era? What oh, the Showa. Showa. Yeah. Uh, you make some very good points about the Showa era. Godzilla having a lot more agility. And if he's fighting Kong, he needs that agility drop kicking and using his tail more as a weapon, which we don't really see as much of that in, uh, in destroyer. Yeah. I think he does mm. a little, but, but it doesn't really, uh, seem to have much of an effect. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just saying I... this, this, this Godzilla is pretty strong. Uh, he's good at stomping those tanks in. He can withstand a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of explosive damage. He's constantly being shot by tanks and shit and not really just kind of annoyed by it more than anything. All right. And also Even... this, this Godzilla has friends, it's which, true. you know, he can call in backup if he needs to. And as we have seen in the current era of MonsterVerse, there are plenty of other giant monsters. So even though I think that Heisei Godzilla just like straight up against uh, Showa era, I, I think they would just get into a fire breath match and uh, Heisei's fire breath would probably be stronger. You make some very good points. Mm-hmm. And I think Heise- that, yeah, I think that Showa era Godzilla should move forward because of his fighting abilities. Ooh, interesting. I was, I mean, I still, uh, I still think Casey would win, but uh, I was just saying, I didn't want to, I want to make sure we knew. But, but what you, we were but you bring into. up some very, very valid points mm-hmm. where if we are just looking straight up at not only, not only their abilities, but also how will they fare against Kong? If, if it is just a distance battle, then yeah. Um, definitely the Heisei era but but I don't know because in God, in Destroyer Godzilla also has to fight multiple little destroyers which shows some of that yeah. agility and he's other one other thing too that I really like this about is Destroyer a harder decision than is, I thought is, it was going to be yeah yeah the one thing that's very interesting about Destroyer is he is he is fighting one of the most formidable opponents while under extreme duress like he is literally about to explode and his son just died which again sometimes could help but at the same time like that can cloud your judgment in a lot of ways so like he is still pretty level-headed in a fight but that's my only thing is the showa era godzilla is very emotional in a different way like he he is prone to anger you're, you're um, making this more like, difficult. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Right. The show, I love, my favorite Damn. thing about the Showa era is that every single time Godzilla, like, he is deus ex Godzilla in every single one of these movies where, like, every single time, which this is very true of uh, another Godzilla movie we'll talk about in a minute, but um, every single time, like, something bad is happening, they're like, man, if only Godzilla would show up, and then he just pops up out of fucking nowhere uh-huh. And he does his little screech, and it's the most adorable thing in the entire world. I love it. I love Showa Godzilla. He's so cute. But like, I love, I love how in every one of these movies, Godzilla just pops into frame and goes, Rrr! like it's just so. <laughs> they're like, oh, there he is. We totally missed this three hundred foot tall or one hundred fifty foot tall, whatever he, whatever he is. We just missed this monster just kind of hanging out over here in the background. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah. Get- uh, Although, my, man, he, okay, I, I, here's, here's I, the thing, really, though, Nathan. I really don't know anymore because also in Destroy All Monsters, it does show a little bit more like planning. Like it looks like he's actually yeah. thinking about like, yeah, okay, how am I going to do this? He comes uh, up and he is like directing his minions to do things for him. He and he kind of hangs back. He's he's a, a commander. However, I one thing I got to point out. One thing you're forgetting. 
<laughs> and by forgetting, I mean not agreeing with me at all on this. But the, but Showa Eric Godzilla loses to King Kong. No, <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> However, he almost loses to King Kong. If you think that he didn't, even if whatever no. he King Godzilla Kong really puts won. up a battle. King Kong really, uh, really gives it to him. All right, so. here's the thing. Not to give too much away, but it doesn't matter who moves forward because I, as much as I love both of these, I don't think that either of them makes it to the the final round against Kong. Okay. Well, not to give things away, but let's let's put a pin in this then and let, because we still haven't even talked about final wars versus monster verse. I feel like this is going to be a much shorter conversation though. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. this one's a little I, tough because what? Well, who do you think is going to win? Uh, wait, which are we still talking about? Destroyer versus Destroyer, or are we talking about um, Monsterverse versus? Um, I think Final we can. Wars? We can. I feel like we're not getting anywhere right now with Showa but, and Heisei. So we need to know which one advances, so that when we <laughs> update our uh, our graphic, we can show true, which true. one moves forward. And even though I said, well, if we hit an impasse, final decision comes down to me. Damn it, Eric! You brought up some really really yeah. good points and you have made it a much more difficult decision of which one actually moves forward I, and I think at the end of the day the heisei era is is stronger and more durable uh like the uh the, the show era godzilla bleeds uh you don't really see much of that in the heisei era he's not he doesn't have the regenerative regenerative abilities um he's super but strong, the show era shows more agility and intelligence and sure yeah which i mean again that is uh that is what something you would really that would really benefit you uh, in a fight against king kong right because kong shows a lot of intelligence and and we've seen we've seen kong go up against just a mindless monster but that kong i will did say though in in all of the in all of the research I did, where there's the conventional wisdom among people who follow this a lot more closely than we do, is that the Heisei era is the strongest of all the eras. Um, he definitely seems stronger, but again, or well, I mean, got, like would would win in, in in any of these fights? I mean, that's well, the like, conventional like, wisdom. That's that's the like that's part of this entire bracket. Like when you first mentioned it, I was like, of course Godzilla is going to win. He is a god. King Kong is just a giant no, I gorilla. Mean, I mean, uh, no, I mean, in what, terms of... What, but what I'm okay. saying, though, is for me saying, well, of course he's going to win. And like, oh, no. And then we watch Kong and like, crap, now I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Like, it, it, the initial conversation before we started really getting into it was, which is going to win? Sheer force in terms of Godzilla, mm-hmm. much like Superman, or uh, like fighting ability and intelligence through kong much like batman and so like that that's what started all of this and so we have a microcosm of that with (laughs) showa versus heisei of sure sure and also we severely apologize if we are mispronouncing any uh, anything um we do not speak japanese and so if it's like heisei versus heisei oh i double i double checked this This, it is heisei it is heisei okay yes yes well we still apologize for pronunciation um with it being force versus intelligence and agility, I I don't know. 
I, I, I honestly, <laughs> in this situation, do not know which one should move forward. Wow. I... Mm, I, I think I'm going to have to go with Heisei. In okay. part because that was my gut. I'm with and you. And in part because... Oh, I'm sorry that I made this so difficult for you. I just I wanted to make sure we don't count Showa short because I feel like that's something that people would would easily do because he's you know the he's the spunky little cute guy. Right. He's, he's the goofy in dude in the rubber suit. Right. He dances and he's got he's got so much personality that I think people underestimate him. Even the but, but yeah. I well so so the reason for my decision, even though I think that Showa era eh, probably a little bit smarter. Definitely a lot more agile. And again, part of that's because dude in a rubber suit versus whatever. And I think it was just a lighter rubber for him to dance around. Um, I don't necessarily think that the Showa era has the agility or the intelligence to go up against Kong. Okay. The the Kong that advanced. I think all of the other Kongs. Yeah, absolutely. Send the, the smarter, more agile Godzilla because the rest of the Kongs there's no question he's still going to defeat them. Yeah. But with the monster versus Kong. Yeah, you got to have I, the, the strength. I think that stamina. you need as much strength and stamina and durability as possible. Even though intelligence and agility would matter, I, I think that Heisei really leaning into those strengths is going to be a more formidable matchup against Kong. For sure. I'm with you. All right. So, final words versus monsterverse um this is one that i'm a little torn on again really? i i mean there's no, there's I think no it's, question i mean i think it's monsterverse oh yeah absolutely my, it's monsterverse my my only thing that i'm torn on is you don't see a lot of the monsterverse godzilla in either of the movie like i mean even even in godzilla king of the monsters where you see him a lot like so much of the one of the things i kind of like about these movies is how much of it is told from a human literal literally the human's point of view right so you're not getting like the camera you know shooting the monsters like it they're in a boxing match like you do in all of the <laughs> in almost all the other japanese films you know right. you're getting a lot of stuff like from the ground you're it looks like they're shooting from rooftops and stuff especially in the 2014 movie um so and and also i hate to say it but like because you're using so much CGI and because this these movies have so many effects going on, like it's a lot harder to tell what's going on in some of these. There's like always like snow or storms and rain and all this shit that's constantly obscuring the fight. So it's a little hard to tell. But at the end of the day, um, this Godzilla is pretty badass. I mean, yep. like he is extraordinarily strong. Um, he has one of the greatest moves in any of these movies where he uh, fires his atomic breath into down the throat of the Muto in, uh, <laughs> in the 2014 version. Which I love that, especially in relation to the Kong movies where Kong is always ripping the jaw off of it. Yeah, exactly. Like, pairing that up with MonsterVerse, like, okay, fine, you can rip a jaw off. I can use my atomic breath to destroy the body through his mouth. There's going to be a, a moment in, in uh, Godzilla versus Kong where they're both trying to attack each other in the mouth and then they just end up falling in love and making out. Like that's, I that's, what, so. I, that's what, oh, what I hope happened. <laughs> what's going to happen? Godzilla's going to like pretend to fall in love with Kong and like make out with him and then he's going to like blast his head off. <laughs> Is that uh, a euphemism? So uh, I, I think that Final Wars puts up, you know, a fight, but there is no question whatsoever. 
And there are um, there there are three main reasons for this. And again, we're ignoring okay. the movies in terms of the quality of the movie because. Yeah. Once again, when we eventually get around to the entire Godzilla series, I do not understand the hate for King of the Monsters. I, oh, I, I think either. that I it think is an fun. incredibly fun and incredibly solid movie. People might disagree with me, but and some of that might also just be uh, I, I really like uh, Michael Doherty and his directing style a lot. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah, I had maybe. an absolute blast with King of the Monsters, and I was like, dude, how could someone not love this? Not it's what we're the talking Avengers about right now, game of uh, or well, the Avengers of Infinity War of the, of this universe, like it is pretty much. <laughs> the plot of this movie is basically similar to Thanos. Like the villains are Thanos, kind of pretty much. Certain, yeah. uh, but it's it's fun. Yeah, I love. It. I really I'm, like it. I'm trying not to go down that rabbit hole. I do understand some of the limitations, and some of the limitations do bug me, but they don't bug me enough to mm-hmm. outweigh how much I loved the movie. Anyways, not what we're talking about. There are three main things that that have me saying there is no question that MonsterVerse uh, Godzilla moves forward. Okay. Thing number one, he bites the head off of King Ghidorah. Sure, yeah, and, he is very strong. Yep, and we have seen plenty about how strong King Ghidorah is throughout the history of Godzilla flicks. So for him to just be like, yeah, no, chomp. Here's the reason why it really he, matters. He, Not just he the did strength. Have to rely on steroids to do this, though. To be fair, he was juiced. Mm-mm. No, he bit the head off in one of the earlier fights. He didn't bite well, the head okay, off at the end. True. That is very he, true. He bit it off early, and then we see King Ghidorah uh, grow his head back. That's true. He's Here's strong. one of the reasons why it matters. Not just the strength of biting his head off. He is fighting a three-headed, snake-necked monster. What could possibly be more agile than three giant snake heads coming at you from different angles? So if he is able to fend off the agile attacks of Godzilla's or uh, Ghidorah's three-headed attack, he can deal with the agility of Kong. Okay. What about the agility of Final Wars Godzilla, though? Because that dude can run and slide and do all kinds of crazy shit. No. He also I, I, has incredible stamina, and uh, MonsterVerse Godzilla is very prone to taking naps. <laughs> he really likes to take naps. Sure, but so do I. So that's a plus <laughs> for him. Thing number two. Yes. <sighs> All right. So uh, thing number two, which I feel like is one of the biggest things, but also uh, matters less in terms of the uh, the other things. I'm also kind of going roughly chronological in the movie. He survives the oxygen destroyer. He does, yeah. Barely. Which, like, again, that's what brought down the original Godzilla in Gojira. And, like, that is supposed to be the thing that destroys everything. And the only reason that King Ghidorah survived is because he's a space mutant. And so, like, there's reasons that he survived. Godzilla also survived that. Mm. And took a lot out of him. He was weak. He needed to recuperate and then get supercharged. But he survived. And we don't know how Kong would have feared against it, but it does show a ton of his durability to be able to withstand that. And then thing number three, yes, when he gets supercharged, which we can't necessarily rely on that happening in King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong, rather. When he is supercharged and he has his like extra purple fire breath and 
like when, when he so the entire time watching king of the monsters i was like yeah he's really strong he's really powerful is he going to be better than some of the other versions that i had seen up to that point and then when he survived the oxygen destroyer is like all right major plus because of his uh mm-hmm. defense mechanisms to be able to withstand that but then when he gets supercharged he at at that point seems like the most powerful of the godzillas he he becomes the godzilla and godzilla versus destoroya but yes. without dying basically exactly without dying and um and and like he's not going to lose that power it might kind of settle down a little bit but i mean i i don't think that he is going to be significantly weaker he might need to pop another uh, spinach can of uh, of nukes before he goes up against kong but mm. <laughs> i mean come on like he eats nuclear weapons <laughs> literally for breakfast That's true. which i know it, all you of know, them do but it's kind of funny because both uh, like the final wars godzilla and this and the monsterverse godzilla both have moments where they are on death's door and have to have humans transfer energy into them in some way which is kind of fascinating that they both they both do that um that's true oh that that was one of the other reasons um godzilla in final wars is on death's door because he is losing in a fight yeah godzilla in uh king of the monsters is on death's door because he literally had all of the oxygen sucked out of the not even sucked out but like liquefied there's nothing based off of the history of godzilla that explains why he should have survived that but he did he also is magical somehow being from Atlantis and they, they never actually say that it's Atlantis, right? Like that's, that was just a thing that I started saying, isn't it? No, I don't know what they, they, they say it's like Atlantis. I think maybe I can't remember for sure, but yeah, he has, I love that this Godzilla has like an underground layer. That's yep. so funny. Like he's like a super villain, but he's nice. <laughs> he is a super, he, he is an he anti-hero. An, he, he's like a James Bond villain. He's got an underground volcano layer. It just happens to be in this in the core of the earth. He oh, is so he he's more like a god where he just lives in his temple. Um, yeah, I think his atomic breath is maybe the most powerful of all of these. Um, it's it's really uh, it's it's very clearly. I mean, like he uses it and just obliterates these monsters in one hit in most cases. Yeah. Um, which is also the case in Final Wars, but also is not the case in Final Wars. It's very inconsistent. <laughs> right. In that and movie. again, in Final Wars, Godzilla is losing in the fight. Yeah. He is not I, losing in the fight in uh, in Monsterverse. Yeah, and um, he... I'm trying to think... I'm trying to look at my notes here to see what other... Um, what other... There's, there's some interesting things with this Monsterverse one where he is he brings balance to the force he he communicates that's very interesting yep. like he he is literally the alpha predator and all of the other monsters fall in line behind him unless someone challenges his alpha status which which is kind can, of interesting which is I, similar I to wanna, what kong does in well Skull Island. i just want to take a super quick side note we're not going to get super far into this but once we eventually do our Godzilla versus Kong review, this is going to be a major talking point of whether or not uh, one of us is right about this. I don't think that Godzilla in Godzilla versus Kong is the bad guy. It can't be like uh, Godzilla. 
just the, the 2014 reboot or not even whatever the, the 2014 version and then king of the monsters they literally spend two entire movies explaining godzilla's not bad he just shows up when he needs to to destroy other monsters that are bad and are destroying the mm. world why would you spend two full movies saying no really he's okay just to instantly turn him into the villain and i, I just, have a uh, theory on that but i don't want to i i mean I, I have theories too but all of my theories revolve around it's not him not really, being the villain yeah. right well it, it not really being him either yeah. it being a fleshy mech godzilla or it being um some sort of like destroy all monsters where there's maybe like some mind control type of stuff going mm-hmm. on uh, yeah. using some Ghidorah ness or it's like a, a reanimated mutation of Ghidorah mm-hmm. to look more like godzilla like i just i i with everything that's been presented so far i have a harder time accepting that Godzilla is just going to straight up be evil now. Yeah. If so, I'm, I'm still going to have you. fun with the movie, but it's just like, I can't. Mm, mm, I'm with you. I think these, mm. these monster verse movies, they're so exposition heavy that, which I, is one of the things I kind of don't like a whole lot about them, but, uh, but like, I'm sure there's going to be some kind of explanation. Like they can't just randomly have Godzilla be a bad guy. Like there's got to be something he, he's got, he's got to at least be cranky about something. Like there's something, something's got to be, he woke up on the wrong side of the volcanic cave. <laughs> on, on the wrong side shit. of the uh, hollow world. I, the only yep. explanation that I can think of where it actually is Godzilla is that little wink that you get, not wink, but like that kind of sly grin that you get at the end of King of the monsters where the yeah. rest of the monsters are around him. And he's kind of like, yeah, that's right. The king's back. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I could see is humans, y'all keep fucking up. I am done with this. <laughs> I am just I I'm going to um just go all i robot on you and destroy the world to save the world. That's the only yeah. thing that I could see, but at the same time That's kind of a repeat of what's going on in King of the Monsters to a certain extent though. So yeah, I feel like it's, I don't know. It's just rehashing what the humans were trying to do, and maybe the nuke went to his head. But I mean, if that were <laughs> the going case, crazy. yeah, the if that were the case, I feel like maybe he so would have just fought Mothra right then as well. And it just, yeah, it, it it does not make sense to me if if the movie straight up goes with Godzilla is now evil. I'm with you. I just I don't. It's, it's um, got to be a Superman-Batman thing where they fight each other because they don't understand. And then I forget if you sent me the uh, um, the picture that you found online or if I saw it somewhere else. Oh, the... the uh, what, something thing? like, give my give my regards to Mothra. Just why did you say that name? Because oh, Mothra, yeah, yeah, Martha. <laughs> Martha. Yeah. yeah, that's really funny. So <laughs> that's the only thing that I could see is... Um, they just somehow don't understand or Kong thinks that Godzilla was the one at fault for all of this, or maybe yeah, they Kong's the bad like guy. They're working toward a common goal. So there's gotta be some, or yeah, maybe, maybe there'll be a third act twist where it turns out Kong's actually the bad guy. Yeah. He, like he's the maybe Batman Kong that, got sick of it. He's not Batman. He's the Joker. <laughs> he, yeah, he's like the, like a dark world Batman. Where it's or, just I like, guess he would be more like two face. He, he's the Harvey Dent. The, he lives long enough to see himself become the villain. Exactly. That I'm that would be almost a, that would be okay kind with. Of a fun turn of events. 
but but again like man kong was just such a fun movie that i have a hard time accepting that either of them is gonna just outright be the villain without mm. some shenaniganery it I'm just it just doesn't make sense yeah so i do i agree i think i agree that this version definitely would beat the uh, final wars one for one thing he has long arms which is cool like he he uh he actually you uses see more arms. Fighting. he's not afraid to get in close and grab and punch and and um, probably open a jaw to shoot fire breath down it uh, yeah absolutely um so and he also has probably the most powerful tail whip of any of these like he hits one of the in the 2014 version he hits one of those mutos and literally like disintegrates well not literally but he practically disintegrates it and hits it into the building and stuff so i know final wars does that but it's very clear that he's not taking anybody out with his tail the way that the way that this version is he also one of the other things that is he is absolutely the most adept when it comes to underwater combat like being underwater um so i think that's something that really except maybe emmerich's godzilla that one i think Mm -hmm. would probably Yeah, yeah The Emmerich Scottsdale would be more like a Michael Phelps underwater where he's just leaner and potentially faster, but yeah. And, and I do think that this is probably the most intelligent version of, of Godzilla, which intelligence is going to be, he's got the strength and the smarts and the stamina. And at the very least he can, uh, he's smart enough to know to retreat if he's wit losing and to go like, take a nap and heal up and <laughs> and come back for more exactly so yeah, I, I, i'm with and, you um and he communicates again almost with people um yeah yeah like he, he also he, he's one of the only ones that i've ever seen that uses his uh atomic breath not just like in offense or defense but but to intimidate his opponents like he is he's somebody who comes in I mean other than maybe the show of Godzilla who comes in and like does his little dances and shit which is funny. Um <laughs> I love but the like dance this battles. one like when he comes into battle like he shoots that thing up in the air and he's like I have arrived watch out which I right. think is kind of cool. Uh I'm with you. I, I like I like this one a lot. I think that he is it's going to be it's going to be a, an interesting decision between him and the Heisei era because they're so similar. I I don't I think, think that it's a battle. So, so yeah, MonsterVerse obviously moves on. So we're down to MonsterVerse versus uh, Heisei era. I, I don't think there's a question at all of, of which one moves forward. I think mm-hmm. that is obviously MonsterVerse, even though they're probably the most evenly matched and probably the closest to whatever, mm-hmm. uh, closest in terms of strength and special abilities. Again, MonsterVerse survives the um, the Oxygen Destroyer and Godzilla, when he has a nuclear explosion, like right in his face, it overpowers him, but without him melting down. So, yeah. so, so what you're saying is if the Heisei era just blows up, then, uh, what, then this, ver- the MonsterVerse version is just going to absorb all of the radiation and become even more powerful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, at, at that point, that's probably what would happen. It's tough. I think that it's going to be kind of the same argument that I had with the Showa era, where he could, where Showa could almost win. Where it's like this, this monster, the MonsterVerse version is a brawler. Like he will, he he's not afraid to use his atomic breath, but he will also get in close, right, and and do some real like uh, kind of uh, rope a dope boxing stuff and <laughs> grab his opponents. And and the and the Heisei era is more strategic he's more he he likes to stand back a little bit more he's not quite as good when it comes to hand-to-hand combat um yeah I it's do think all that the this... sorry oh, go, ahead. go ahead 
Uh, I was just going to say, I do think that the MonsterVerse version is probably a little bit more intelligent. He's definitely a lot more agile. Um, the only th- the only area where I would maybe give a little bit of the edge to the Heisei era is in stamina, um, because he can take a lot of punishment. And, and I, I mean, it's true of the MonsterVerse version too, but I feel like he uh, maybe doesn't have quite as much stamina like he does have I, to go kind of kind of slink off a little bit more often and well i don't think that i, I think that MonsterVerse is able to take just as much see i don't think so i think that he's able to take just as much uh and not just because of like the plot points of all right this fight has gone gone on long enough so we need him to leave but i think that he is able to withstand just as much it's just that when the fight is over he just goes and gets some rest. Like, I think that he could keep fighting if the situation called for it, mm-hmm. but the situation didn't call for it. And again, some he's of that's just, plot point, whatever. Yeah, but, I guess it, he just seems to get a little bit more winded, like more obviously winded. See, during I fights. don't view that as winded. I view that as anger, you know, okay. or not not even anger, but just annoyance. So mm. like, have you ever seen what just like in any other action movie where uh, the action hero is very clearly defeating everyone and just whooping all of them up and he just goes through like an entire line of baddies and he thinks yeah. that it's over and then another wave comes and you get that <laughs> sort of like <sighs> frustration. Yeah. Where it's not a, I'm so tired. I don't want to go through this. It's more of just like a seriously, all right, y'all are going to get your ass kicked too. Bring it. <laughs> I, to me, that's, that's more of the sigh that you get from Godzilla of mm-hmm. just like, oh, I'm tired of this. Not physically tired, but just like, I am tired of your crap sort of thing. He's he's mm. the angry parent <laughs> where uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's just tired of it. Um, <laughs> part of the reason that I think that MonsterVerse advances all of the all of the, all of the advantages that Shoah had on Heisei, where we were like, it's a close one, but we got to go with just brute strength because of blah, blah, blah. I think that MonsterVerse has all of that same strength. And again, this might be the closest match in terms of uh, in terms of that durability and just brute strength and uh, atomic fire breath. Yeah. But MonsterVerse has the additional benefits of, uh, I think more intelligence, more agility, which were the things that almost kicked Heisei out. Like if yeah. Showa moved on, there would be no question of they're probably roughly evenly matched with intelligence, but mm-hmm. MonsterVerse is just vastly overpowered. So with yeah, that's true. With the Heisei era, it's like yeah, they might be closer strength wise, but nope, MonsterVerse has more intelligence and more agility. I think. Yeah, no, I th- I definitely think he has more agility for sure. Yeah, and I mean, the, again, those are those those traits are weighted a little bit more heavily in terms of if they're going up against Kong as well, because those are the those are the points that Kong is has outmatched Godzilla in a lot of ways. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you definitely have to have those. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of any counterpoints, but so. It- <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a part of me that's a little disappointed that we're ended up we're going to end up going with the same Man. ones that are in the movie but that i mean i think that's kind of fun and i kind of expected this like i was hoping for something a little unexpected but at the same time like i feel like americans in particular when we're taking a property we try to just beef it up as much as we can like you know like even with uh yeah. with the 2014 godzilla that came out and then shin godzilla came out and the japanese were like okay we're gonna make this bigger than MonsterVerse Godzilla. 
Uh, and so whenever they made King of the Monsters, they made him just slightly taller, just slightly <laughs> larger than Shin Godzilla. Like, oh, he grew over the past few years. So right. like we're constantly just trying to one up people all the time. So it's like, yeah, kind of makes sense the, that these two would be the end. Not even necessarily because they're the best movies or whatever, but just because as Americans, we like our, our Big Macs and our... You know, we like our movies as juicy and and fatty and whatever as we possibly can. So we're going to beef up our monsters. I I am right there with you. Like when we started this bracket, I honestly did not want it to be the same monsters that are going to be in the movie. Like I I am legit a little disappointed. It's like, really? (laughs) We're going with monster first for both of them? Like, I mean, yeah, I guess it makes sense. But I was really hoping for... I, I don't know what I was hoping for. I, I was I was kind of hoping for like Jackson's Godzilla or Jackson's Kong versus oh man, the, the Godzillas were all over the place just in terms of oh, yeah, they, are. they are not as consistent. But I I was really, really hoping for just a a, a weirder matchup. Or even uh the Kong from King Kong Escapes versus Shin Godzilla or like something where it was gonna be so oh, yeah, off yeah. the wall. Just weird. Yeah, really weird. Yeah. So then in our final fight, like we could have talked about that and how we think maybe that would have looked different uh, if it had just been the MonsterVerse in terms of uh, talking about Godzilla versus Kong and like being able to do a little bit more of comparison of here's our crazy matchup and here's the Mm -hmm. actual matchup. I I was really hoping for that. Yeah, I guess the only the only good thing, though, is that we'll have our debate. We'll decide on a winner and then uh, and then the film will uh, will validate us, which will be (laughs) interesting. We'll get to find out in our week and then we'll review the movie and we'll get to say like, okay, were we right? How did this play out? Like, was this the way we expected? Yep. Uh, But I, I do want to mention in case anyone is still listening, we did not go into this bracket with the intention of moving forward the monsters of the movie like this was not i guarantee you this was not just a giant ploy to do a preview of the movie because i i didn't know how eric felt about it until just now Mm. when he said "Eh, i was kind of hoping for something different but yeah apparently both of us wanted a different matchup but it's just unavoidable when you have a kong that not only does not get taken down by airplanes uh, but can withstand napalm and just have yeah, a yeah. little bit of singed fur. It's like, of course he's going to be the strongest. Well, and the other thing too is like, it's very clear that especially in Godzilla King of the Monsters that Doherty is, is like the monster vs. Godzilla is basically a remix of, yeah. of all of the previous Godzillas. Like he's taking so many different traits. Like, like, I mean, King of the Monsters is, is very similar, very much like the American remake of destroy all monsters with a little bit of Des- the Godzilla versus Destroya thrown in, and I mean, like you can with, see with a so little many bit different... of all out attack thrown in, but with yeah, a like twist the... on it. And... There are lots of things that you can see where it's like, okay, we're taking these Japanese movies, we're going to ground them in something resembling reality. We're still going to go a little bonkers with it and throw in some weird mythology, uh, where you know these are the and you know these are the Titans that were here before humans, and somehow they retreat or whatever, like. There, there's some interesting stuff there, but it's clear that they're like, okay, we're taking the best parts of these old movies and putting them in a blender. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense that this is where we're at, but yeah. And I mean, th- that's, that's just a natural thing. Like if you have a movie about giant monsters, then of course making the next one, you're going to make it, or you're going to try to make it bigger and stronger and better and faster 
because if you have a movie about a giant monster and then you have a sequel about a eh, moderately sized monster, like you're going to be disappointed. So, and yes, over the history of Godzilla, there have been some fluctuations and it's kind of gone up and down. But like in general, you're not at least not within the same era. You're not going from this monster is massive and Godzilla is the savior of the world because he could totally destroy the world. And he is the most powerful creature in existence to, eh, but he can also get taken down by a missile. Like you're, you're not going to have that. So as you have the monsters getting stronger and stronger and stronger over the last 60 years, you know, like uh, Godzilla versus, or sorry, Gojira came out in 54. Right, yes, the, the, yeah. Gojira was fifty four, and then the American Godzilla was fifty six. Is that right? Yeah, is that, that that sounds right to me. Yeah. So, uh, it's been no, no, it's not been fifty. It, it's been seventy years, almost, <laughs> almost sixty seven yeah. years. So yeah, it's it's been almost a seventy year history of Godzilla. There's no way that over that span of time we're going to arrive at the weakest version of Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And yes, some of that is also just the Americanized, well, fine, you've got a giant monster. We have a giant monster who's also a giant monster. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. He is a, all caps, giant monster. (laughs) Like, they they literally turn King Ghidorah. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) They turned King Ghidorah literally into the devil like one of the paintings that they had as a oh he's been mentioned throughout history is like one of the most iconic this is satan pictures there's some very interesting religious symbolism in that movie that i would love to get into which we will get into when we do our series but i mean come on they turn king Ghidorah literally into the devil so, yeah. of oh, yeah. course, if they're going to have something fight that, it has to be something that can defeat an eternal demon deity space monster devil. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be the strongest. So, as much as I was hoping for a zanier matchup, it, uh, it makes sense. I, I, am, yeah. I am excited and also disappointed. I know, it's, it's a little weird, isn't it? But- <laughs> it's... But yeah, oh well. Yeah. We'll, well this is, it's still gonna be really fun. I'm I'm very much looking forward to to debating that. But first, before we debate that, next we, week's episode, we have our pre-fight fight or our warm-up fight, or we have undercard. the the what undercard undercard. Sure, yes. <laughs> so, in getting ready for our giant lizard versus giant monkey, we are going to have a warm-up fight of George from Rampage going mm-hmm. up against an undecided kaiju from Pacific Rim. Uh, oh, crap. I, I looked this up, and I, fig- I figured out a good one, but I don't remember what the name is anymore. I've only seen Pacific Rim once, so I don't remember. It's whatever the, the last one is that they have to fight. Well, I, I mean, th- that makes sense. Uh, I, I was going to watch Pacific Rim, and if you are also able, Eric, Pacific Rim Uprising, and then, yeah, after I've watched it, decide, okay, which of these is going to be the best one to go up against George? Mm-hmm. Um. I I am hoping that this is going to be a more evenly matched battle because from what I remember, the kaiju weren't necessarily like all super magical like Godzilla was. I think maybe some of them had some abilities, but 
from from what I remember, and and it's been years. Like I don't think I've seen it I can't except remember, for like honestly. a couple of years after it came out. I I feel like most of the kaiju were just giant creatures. Yeah, they're all like subterranean creatures that came out from under the. You know, they're not like. Uh, well, I don't want to say that because I'm pretty sure like they are destroyed by nukes at some point or something. So yeah, I don't know. so 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 we'll see how it goes. I mean, they they have people in giant robot suits fighting them and destroying them, so they can easily be taken out with just brute force. Eh, depending on how big George gets, he might be able to take some of them out. Mm. So uh, so yeah, I, I think that one's going to be not as clear of a winner at least on the front end before we even get into it. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be our next episode. And that's all leading up to our final King Kong versus Godzilla, except he's not King Kong. He's just Kong leading up to our Godzilla versus Kong in preparation he, he's, for he's Godzilla versus crowned, Kong. Crowned King in this, mm. obviously ah. he's, he's taken the title from, from the King of the Monsters. Clearly. Eh. Kong survived napalm. Godzilla d- uh, survived a oxygen destroyer and a nuke and King Ghidorah. I I still don't think Kong has it. I just well, I, we'll find out. I'm not giving my strategy away. I we we, we will get into this, but one of uh, one of my arguments is going to be. There is a difference between piercing force and just like a concussive force, like an explosion where it's just like the, the shockwave. There sure, is yeah. a difference between those two things, which is why someone can, in theory, survive an explosion, but that tiny little piece of shrapnel is what kills them. Yes. That completely makes sense. However, there's a very clear history throughout the Godzilla movies of his skin not only surviving concussive forces, but also surviving piercing forces. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I we'll I don't I don't see Kong swinging that axe and just lopping his head off. Like I don't think it's going to be that easy. Well, we'll see. We will see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, yeah. So so come back next week when we do our George versus Kaiju, and then uh, be sure to come back after that for Godzilla versus Kong leading up to Godzilla versus Kong, which we will watch before we review Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait. Uh, we also, we are still, I, I mentioned this on the last episode. We are going to try to get a shutter episode in relatively soon. Uh, just cause there, man, there's so much to announce and that has been announced, uh, about what is streaming and going to be streaming on shutter and just some great movies. And, um, we, we are trying to fit it into our schedule. This episode being posted later than what we wanted to is obviously throwing that off a little bit, but, mm-hmm. um, if we don't get that in before, the, the end of our King of the Monsters episode, King, sorry, King of the Marchers series, <laughs> then we will get that uh, as soon as possible. But uh, but yeah, if if you subscribe to Shutter, well, keep subscribing. If you don't subscribe to Shutter, subscribe. And if you're not sure why, come back soon for the episode where we tell you why. <sighs> and then we've Good got job, something. Man. We've got something really special planned for April. <laughs> uh yes very very special (laughs) i don't want to announce it yet but also i do because i want people to start getting excited (laughs) 
I'll, I'll announce it on the next episode. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I think next episode's good. Yeah, that, that'll that'll still give about a week and a half for people give to dangle that dangle that uh dangle, dangle that, that prize carrot. in front of their face. Dangle that carrot. Yes. Yes. I almost said <laughs> something that was uh, maybe going to give it away a little bit more, but. I mean, yeah, um, dangling a carrot, uh, I feel like could give it away pretty easily. Anywho, yeah, I've been talking for a while, so I feel very rambly now. So we're going to end this. Eric, where do you want people to find you? Uh, yeah, so if you want to find me uh, to yell at us about how the Heisei era Godzilla is actually <laughs> probably the best or whatever, you know, I'm sure our rankings are probably totally wrong, but uh, but whatever. Yeah, if you want to find us and yell at us, uh, I can be found online at uh, on uh, shit <laughs> on Twitter at the Chimerican, which is T H E C H I M E R I C A N. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Chimerican Reviews or on Letterbox at Eric J A Y. And you can follow me slash the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Video Monster Pod. You can also follow me personally on Letterboxd at The Gargoyle. That's G-A-R-G-Y-L-E because it's a gargoyle wearing an Argyle sweater. And if you enjoyed this episode uh, and haven't listened to our King Kong episode, go back and listen to our reasoning for why the MonsterVerse won in that one and also the reasoning for why King Kong Escapes should have made it to the final round. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Eric had to say, I want King Kong versus Godzilla to advance. Yep. I'm wrong. Because <clears throat> it's stronger. It's Better. not. It's so not stronger. God, Anywho. King Kong, escapes. King, Kong nope. King, King Kong escapes sucks. No, he doesn't. He he's he terrible. is he is one of the best Kongs. He's so dumb. No, he's not. This isn't the King Kong episode, and also <laughs> you're still wrong. If you want to go back and listen to why Eric was so wrong, uh, just subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Just do a search for Video Monsters. And again, keep coming back for our George versus unannounced Kaiju and our Monsterverse Godzilla versus Kong. And then a very, very special theme for our April episodes. I'm, I'm excited. I, I might be even more excited about our <laughs> April theme than I am about King of the March Church. Ooh, that's a bold, bold statement, my friend. Not about the name, because we don't have the name yet, but just about the theme <laughs> in general. Yeah, it's gonna be really fun. This is uh, I when you when you mentioned this, I was I was immediate like we were throwing a few ideas back and forth. And when you mentioned, I was like, nope, yep, that's it. This is where we're going. <laughs> it's it's um, <clears throat> it's it's gonna be something. All right, that's been it for this episode of Video Marchdersh. Because, you know, we're still in March and it's the King of the Marchsters and we're video monsters, but it's in March. So it's the video Marchsters. Yes. I'm Nathan. I, I have nothing to add. I'm Eric. <laughs> Sometimes it's more fun to just let you talk and just like let you go down down the rabbit hole uh, and uh, and see where it goes and not not. <laughs> Sometimes you I'm like, know. I feel like I should interject and try to save Nathan here, but it's more fun to watch him, watch him squirm. No, see, that's part of the joke. <laughs> like for me, half of the fun of telling a bad dad joke is then explaining the bad dad joke and really yeah. leaning into. I know it's not fun. That's a good point. Yeah, I guess it's more. I'm, I'm going to spend the next thirty seconds explaining why it's not funny. I, I guess it's more that I could jump in and save everyone listening to this podcast <laughs> from from. <laughs> from you explaining your joke but it's but it's more fun fun to just squirm here and imagine other people filling it the way that i am (laughs) 
our, our listeners right now are like uh, stage two Shin Godzilla. Just squirming around <laughs> trying to get away, but not really sure how to run. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that's basically that's basically how I feel every time we record a podcast. It's a real... Uh, it's a real, real case of Stockholm syndrome where it's like, <laughs> I every time I talk, you want to vomit blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so it's so amazing when all the like bloods coming out of his lung, his gills, or whatever you want to call it. Oh, it's so gross. Man, I love Shin Godzilla. That movie is I... so. It's that movie's a masterpiece. I, that is such a that is such a me movie in every way with the satire and the monster and oh gosh. I I think love one of my favorite of things about it, and and we'll in things here so that you know we can set our listeners free i think one of my favorite things about it is how it goes like kind of west wing in terms of just the walking and talking yeah yeah but they keep labeling everywhere that they are walking and talking and so like they keep labeling the corridors it's like hallway a it's like this why would i even need to know that it's so brilliant it's It's like information overload and it's like we're giving you all of these inane details that you don't need to know which then informs the rest of the movie because it is about unnecessary bureaucracy and how it gets in the way of progress in some cases oh it's so fun and when they go from their meeting to another meeting but then they leave that (laughs) meeting because that's an official meeting but they don't want something on the record so they have to go back to their unofficial pre-meeting meeting meeting. (laughs) it's just so awesome it it really hit home in so many ways, and when I was watching this, I was like, especially post COVID. Yep. <laughs> it it is a uh, it is a movie specially made for me. All right, yeah, seriously, absolutely. that's it for this episode of Video Marchers, and uh, we'll see you next time. All of the all of the meetings within meetings is basically like a good analogy for this podcast as well. The, the people listening are like, "Oh my god, god, can't you guys just get to the point already? Move on, it's time to move on." And we're like, "No, we have to go back and do this. We have to tell you about what we're going to be talking about before we talk about it, so that we can explain <laughs> why we were telling you what we were going to talk about as we're talking about it." Yep. 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 Exactly. Yep. Man, it's a good thing that our podcast is not in charge of. Uh, of any kind of policy whatsoever. <laughs> Whatever, dude. That that would be the best. <laughs>